coming to you live from the CFE Arena at the University of Central Florida in beautiful Orlando, Florida. We are keeping you plugged in with the first episode of First Looks from the Orlando FRC Regional. We are here with a game behind us. For those of you who have watched us in the past, you have probably seen a show very similar to this. In fact, you may recognize um, all three faces because you've been on as a guest before, but you're changing positions today. Um, wherever you are and uh, however you're joining us, whether it be Facebook, iTunes, the podcast play app, uh, available in Windows Store right now, Stitcher, Livestream, or on our apps, plugkitslive.com slash apps. We really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to join us here. Um, this is going to be a familiar setup for those of you who watch our show on a regular basis. Uh, if you're new, uh, just joining us through First Looks, we appreciate it. Uh, this show is part of Plug Hits Live family of content, available at plughitslive.com. Our flagship show, F5 Live Refreshing Technology, is available uh, live Sunday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern or um, via subscription by clicking the links on the right-hand side of the website. Um, you can subscribe to any of our content, including uh, First Looks, uh, F5 Live, Refreshing Technology, The Pilch Point, Special Events, including CES, uh, The Nightcap, and of course the 3000 Brigade podcast. As you can see, we have more shows uh, coming fairly quickly. We have some interviews here, but before we get started, let's introduce ourselves. My name is Scott. I am an FRC alumni from uh, starting from the 96th season. Hi, I'm Danielle. I am also a first alumni, but FTC, not FRC. And We're actually supposed to, I apologize, we're supposed to use the full names now. It's uh, the first robotics competition is FRC. And FTC is the first tech challenge. So, and uh, you are <laughs> your first year post-graduation. And you are? I'm Marissa Sherrick. This is my first show <laughs> here. And I just became an alumni for the same team as Danielle, Team Duct Tape, from the first Tech Challenge. Uh, what, how this is going to work is we're going to, uh, every 10 to 15 minutes, we're going to have a new interview come through. We're going to have team members and mentors, uh, coaches and sponsors, all kinds of people come through. Uh, we're going to start with an alumni who is also a coach slash mentor, kind of all around uh, first participant. But before we do, we want to let you know that our coverage is proudly powered by the Microsoft Store. From the surfaces that you see in front of us to the Microsoft Band, Windows Phone, Office, Xbox One, They've got it all, and you can go find out more by going to f5live.tv slash Microsoft. If you're joining us live, um, we have our super small studio with us today, which means you're going to see a little bit of behind-the-scenes stuff. You're going to see the, the wide shot, the three shot for the entire show. So you'll see the third chair switch in and out. Uh, if you're watching on the post-production, you'll see a cut back and forth between a two shot and a three shot. Uh, we apologize, we just decided to bring our small studio today. We're trying to keep travel as easy as possible. Um, but with that, um, we're gonna let Marissa go. She's gonna join us back in about an hour. 
uh, for the second half of the show. Danielle and I are going to start out uh, together. We will see you back in an hour. So um, for those who don't know, uh, F the FRC, the first robotics competition, is the big robots. Mm -hmm. It's high school age students, and they're building big robots. Normally, I always kind of think of, of uh, first robotics competition as a bit of a brute force competition. It tends to involve a lot of hard motions and things like that. Launching uh, yoga balls two years ago. Last year they were lifting uh, garbage cans and things like that. We've seen uh, long range throwing of frisbees. We've seen all kinds of things. This year, um, as we've talked about before, the thing I've always liked about First Tech Challenge is that it's got some intricacy to it. And this year, First decided that uh, they were gonna combine the two concepts into one for the first robotics competition. There's there's super intricate motion, there's the there's the uh, the brute force of getting over some of the, the centerpieces. So there's a little bit of everything. Just a lot of craziness all around. Absolutely. That's what first is. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about that with our first guest here. Go ahead and introduce yourself for us. Hi, my name is Miss Eliz uh, Libby Eastman. Um, I work at Colonial High School um, right here in Orlando. Okay. Very cool, and you are you, you are, are the adult for a team yes. today, yes. but <laughs> you were also on a team when I you was. were in school. I was. I first started with um, as kind of like a, a mesh team. Okay. Um, with like Oak Ridge um, High School, and then when I was in high school, uh, University High School brought their brought first to University High School. And, and I was okay. one of their first students that went through the program there. Very this is cool. FRC? FRC. Mm -hmm. okay. okay. Very cool. So the the team that you run now, how long has it been around? It's been competing for 15 years. Ooh. Wow. Very so nice. So it's one of the um, older schools. And oh, we've awesome. we've done a, we've been competing under a couple of different names. Okay. So we, yeah, things change, so it's a it's a fluid process. Sure. Uh, consistent on the team number, though. Consistent on the team number. Which is. Uh, nine forty-five. Okay, so three digits. Yes. So that definitely ages the team. We're we're definitely <laughs> to fifteen team. years. Yeah, because <laughs> we see, you know, most of the teams competing today are in four digits. Right. So it's unusual to see a three-digit team anymore, which is a little disappointing, but. It's it's good that there are some still around. We've got we've got one that's in two one or two that are in two digits that are yes. competing here, which is They've crazy. Been here that's ridiculous. But they're like I think they're more the the tech schools. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They have that specialty. So it's been around for a while. So tell us about your school. How does how did first get involved in your school? How did you get involved in first in the school? Um I actually uh, don't quite know the whole history. Okay. I I it's it's been lost in the sands of time. Okay. I know that we started out as the Hulk. Um, it, yeah, and it's kind of difficult to have like fun team chants with the Hulk. Sure. Uh, <laughs> so then we changed to Team Banana. It's, it's which, pretty hard to rhyme anything with Hulk because yeah, it and ends. Everything's green. Yeah. And it's just. And there's enough green teams. There's yeah. enough green teams, so we decided to go with yellow. Yeah. We're very bright. Um, so when we changed to Team Banana, we were able to get more of that school spirit involved. Sure. And we started having a lot more 
like participants from the school. It wasn't just okay. those upper kids. Got it. It was a lot of different mix. So. Very cool. And your involvement with the team has been how long? Uh, this is actually my very first year. Oh. I used to teach at a middle school. Okay. And this is my first year, but I've been, my mother's been a teacher at Colonial High School for a couple of years. Okay. So I've been coming and to the competitions. Got it. And what and drew you to the team? Uh, the fact that we have one. Okay. It's, <laughs> it, it, when you there, There's a little involved, bit of that with first. Yeah. When you're involved as a student, it's really powerful and you want to go back as an adult because yeah. you have that you have you help build that team spirit and you have a bank of knowledge that the kids can pull from absolutely ha having been on a team in the 90s myself and now coming back and, and mentoring now and it granted in a different league yes. I, i'm in first tech challenge now and but that didn't exist when i was in school it was just didn't exist when yeah. i was in school <laughs> <laughs> but I, we're not aging ourselves. No, not at, at all. At I, all. I remember when FVC started, first Vex Challenge, which yes. transformed into First Tech Challenge, which is awesome. a super popular program today. But yeah, it's great with it's great with um, it's actually get really good at getting middle school students to really bump up the. Yeah. The robustness of your program if you've it's, got good middle school pro teams it's, participating. It's particularly like a good, uh, it, in a lot of places, it's done a really good job of transitioning from Lego League into FRC. Like it gives gives a good middle ground of, you know, the Tetris stuff kind of doesn't really snap together, but it is, it, you know, it's all pre-pegged and stuff like that. Yeah. So there's a little bit of Lego feel to it. Yeah, it, but it, it takes that... It, it doesn't put power tools in the hands of an 11-year-old. Right. As, yeah. As a teacher, um, unless, know, my heart goes Unless oh the team gosh. wants to go to that extreme, which they yes. can. And They're, they can, and, and a lot of teams do. Because I know uh, Team Duct Tape did a whole lot of machining and stuff. Yes. Wow. They, they, treated, they treated First Tech Challenge as if it was first robotics competition, yeah. just on That's a physically smaller robot. Which, That's awesome. Yeah. We had a partnership with... Uh, with an actual like, place to, to, to yeah. actually communicate with the machines and everything. Yeah. And do everything. With, Which is really cool. With one of our mentors. So how do, you, how do you help the kids yourself? Like, are, what is your background? My background is actually a lot of biology. Oh. When I went, well, that is I was, interesting. When I was in high school, I was very involved with engineering. Okay. Um, and then I went to college, and I found that I didn't like to play in the sandbox okay. with the engineers. <laughs> and I went to biology and had a blast uh, playing in the dirt. Okay. Literally the sandbox. Um, and I went from the biology sector back into the school sector. Okay. So I've had a lot of transition in my life. So it's been, it's been, it's been one really nice ride. But, but transition and breadth of knowledge can only give you more insight oh, into anything that completely. you do. I, I'm a I'm a big believer in breadth of knowledge. You know. Well, it, it, it's interesting when you look at engineering and you look at the natural world and you uh -huh. see the meshing between the two sure. and where your engineering gets its like innovative ideas from 
in a lot of the time it is from the natural world sure. or dealing with something in the natural world. So that for me, that took me a little bit further. Um, and now when we do different kinds of things, when they're asking for different inputs, I'm like, well, a butterfly does it this way. <laughs> you know, I can only offer my information as I know it. So what was the most important part that first helped you bring to your new profession uh, or into your life? Perseverance and patience. Um, I'm more of like the, uh, I, I come in when no one else can kind of like, they need a new fresh perspective on a problem or something. Um, Very cool. It, it's, it's interesting to see the dynamics and how, people work together and a lot of the times they use me as like a as a really a resource to go between the different um, types of teams like the mechanical team has gotcha. to communicate with this team uh, the the uh, electrical team and the programming pneumatics team and, all, and the programming yeah sure and a lot of the times they get stuck in their headspace yeah. and they don't know how to communicate with the other teams and they use me as a go-between so I sit on a lot of those meetings when they're when we literally have to sit around a table and we go, okay, well this is our idea, this is what the machine can do. And and help with the communication process. So you're saying that the uh, the character from office space is necessary. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so how many people are on your team? Um we actually have a lot of females okay. on our team. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I know. Always glad to hear that. We went. We we actually graduated a lot of our females last year, okay. and we're 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 coming back from that. And we have a total of about, I think about thirty five to forty five okay. students in the team coming and going at different times sure. in the years, depending on depending on who's testing and who's in what club Got and, it. and what other things are going on. Because so these kids are. These kids are into everything. That's a lot more people on an FRC team than when I was on a team. A lot more people than <laughs> I was on a team. It seemed like it was about 15 to 20 when I was on a team. It seemed to be about the, the sweet yeah. spot. Now, I mean, the engineers fill up a whole section out here. Yeah. <laughs> and they scout them out, like, on Thursday <clears throat> when the doors open. It's like, run and get your seats. It's crazy. I'm like, yeah, I'm not about that. I don't run. <laughs> I'll It'll just meet there. you there. I'll meet you there. <laughs> yeah. I'll get there at some point. It's I okay. Send, I send the kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate you taking the time to come and talk yeah, to us. Anytime. And uh, have a good, good weekend on the field. Yeah, I believe my team is getting ready to to head on in there. So excellent. Well, we will let you go watch your team. All right. And uh, have have a good uh, competition. Oh, thank you so much. So, <clears throat> it's. Let's talk about the game a little bit, real quick, okay. while we transition. Um, the game that we helped host the party. Indeed, for. at CES, yeah. we did host the uh, watching party. The watch party for one of the Nevada teams. It was a lot of fun. Um, there's there's a lot of castles involved, and there are, I think, what they call rocks, which are uh, big, like firm foam balls, um, and. These obstacles down the middle of the field, which get harder to cross the more times they cross. It's it's a fascinating and and the field changes based on something that I still don't yet understand. And I heard there are a lot of different combinations for the field that they that just mess everyone up. Yeah, absolutely. So. Well, we've got another team here with us. Welcome. Hi. 
Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself for it. Um, my name is Sam Estes. I'm a part of the um, Torque Team Robotics, Team 5283 of King High School, Tampa, Florida area. Very cool, right from our neck of the woods. Of course. <laughs> so how long have you been on the team? This is my first year. First year. Oh, well. Awesome. My very firsty, very scared firsty. <laughs> <laughs> so are you first year because you're a freshman or first year because you're joining the team under Both. different, okay. Gotcha. I am a freshman and I was, I wanted to, like I heard about it, so I'm like, eh, why not? Very cool. So. What is your role on the team? I am a part of our business team. Okay. I work on creating our business plan. Uh, we're, our business team is new this year, so this is something that we're doing for the first time. We've just done a business overview. We're not going into, like we've seen other teams who have like 133 pages. We're not going to go wow. that deep. We've got about 12. Okay. Like we're still getting that. And then I'm kind of, and I'm also kind of an all around kind of person. So okay. people ask me questions and like people ask me to do something and I'll be like, how do I do it? What do you need? Like I Got just it. do kind of like basic stuff. I don't do get into the whole big stuff. Gotcha. So what do you think of the game? Um, at, <laughs> at first. That's, that's a fun initial response. Um, um, at uh, <laughs> um, at, at uh, initial response um, to the game, when I first saw it, launch day, we saw it, and I'm like, how are we going to build a robot? Because, like, you know, I've never even seen a real robot in my whole entire right. life. And this until, game is very intimidating. And it is It is a very intimidating <laughs> game. Like, it's, And then I started understanding it, and I'm like, okay, we can start doing some stuff like this and do, like, cross the defenses and shoot the goals. So now I love the game. Like, I've been touring people today, and they've been asking about the game, and I love getting, being, knowing the answer. Like, I love knowing the answer and answering the questions. Have you always been interested in, in, like, robotics and engineering and stuff, or did first change that a little? Well, I mean, like, I've always thought technology was cool. Mm -hmm. I was all like, oh, this is cool that somebody could make a smartphone or somebody can do this. Sure. And it's just really cool. And then I'm like, I think robotics would be fun, but I'm all like, well, I missed my chance to sign up, so I'm not going to – because we had it in middle school. We had Lego robotics. Uh -huh. I'm like, I missed my chance to sign up, so I just don't know anything. So mm -hmm. I'm like, it looks like that road was closed real quickly. But then as I joined first, I was like, I can, I can learn. I can do stuff like this. And so that's why I'm liking it a lot. So. And you're excited about the engineering and everything aspect of it? Or? I am. I'm very, I am very excited, like that's doing awesome. a lot of stuff like that. I can definitely relate to that because before first, I had no idea what anything meant and what anything did. Just staring or, at it like, how? <laughs> or, or even what you wanted to do. Or even what I wanted, yeah. I needed help from mentors. So. Of course. But... Mentors are everything. <laughs> Especially in first. Especially in first. <laughs> so what aspect do you find the most interesting? Like what, what team within the team, what, <laughs> what branch do you find the most interesting for yourself? Um, well, it's not that like because each part is interesting in its own. I feel like us as a team together is interesting. Okay. Because we are all so different, but like but we're a family like type thing like we sure. all love each other we all hang out like we all just like love being together like we all awesome. we all kid around messing mess with each other and maybe at the end of the day at the end of a competition at the end of build season we'll hate each other and <laughs> 5 minutes later we'll turn around and be best friends again right. cuz that's what i love it's that we're good to be a family while learning to do um, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics mm -hmm. field work like get to learn my business in mathematics or get to learn 
technology when I'm coding or engineering when I'm building right. or even science when just doing it all together. Like, it's just, that's what I love about this whole FIRST program. And that is so true. I love how FIRST just, it's not just about STEM. You can also learn, like, how to be a team, how to work with people, how to, like, communicate. And then you Business have these, stuff. Yes. And then you <laughs> have these so skills important. for the rest of your life because of FIRST. So mm -hmm. I agree 100%. So, as part of the business team, do you are you uh, actively involved in the fundraising aspect of things too? I mean, just because it's our first year doing business okay. team stuff, so I mean, we didn't start until a little bit later in okay. the season. So I mean, a lot of our fundraising was first started out by our uh, main sponsor, Miss Lorraine Christensen, who is by far an amazing person. Um, she has helped us a lot. We started selling coupon books, okay. and a lot of a lot of the kids had the mentality of coupon books aren't gonna sell. But I mean, like coupon books, it's two hundred dollars worth of coupons for okay. twenty dollars. Gotcha. And so, like people started buying stuff, and then we do other things like asking people to sponsor us. So I mean, like, and it's not that business team. Everybody takes a role in it. Like business team is just the one to help keep track of it. Sure, they're they're the ones to keep the process moving forward. They're not yes. the only ones doing it. Yes. Got it. Definitely. So how many people on the team all together? Um, I say we probably have about uh, 25 to 30 active members. Okay. Wow. Active meaning like they regularly show up and they regularly do stuff. Like sure. Do stuff like that. That's so weird how it's different from FTC because FTC has, like my team only had like 10, 10 people on our right. team. And like two girls, but um, how many how many girls are on your team? Um, we have a ratio of five to seven when it comes girls to guys. Okay. So for every five girls, there are seven guys. So wow. we're about equal. Um, wow, with that's, us, with that's us, a really good. It is. Ratio. I love to hear that, especially because girls getting into STEM fields is one of the best things that could happen to the STEM field, just because, because girls and guys have so many different views. Exactly. We were talking about that uh, in our last interview. We were talking about the fact that. <clears throat> a breadth of knowledge increases the overall knowledge. And so everybody focuses on things differently, but guys and girls definitely tend to approach problems differently in a really good way. It is. So. It really is. And that's why we like having so many girls and guys, because so many of us see things differently, mm -hmm. like even of, of us being different ages. Like we have... We're about even. We have a lot, a lot younger people than older people. Like when it comes to kids. Yeah. Like we have a, only a few seniors, but we have a lot of freshmen okay. and a lot of new people. So like we bring so many different ideas, and even especially being girls and guys. So that's what we love a lot. How we have a lot of girls. So with us, we probably have about ten girls with us and fourteen guys. Nice. So that's about it. So. And how do the seniors show you the way in in, in a sense? Well, um, one of the seniors we have, his name is Cash Davis, by far one of the best team captains. Um, he's great. Uh, he teaches, he's taught me every, a lot of, not everything, but he's taught me most of the things that I've learned when it comes to engineering, because he's one of our big engineers. Um, okay. I, I, I knew nothing. And then it comes to when we have to build a prototype. Like, we're like, okay, so we have an idea for the shooter for the game. Um, now we have to um, figure it out. Now, what do we want to do? And so he's all like, I need your help. And I'm like, I don't know what to do, but okay. And so he's walked me through things like what are, um, 
uh, hex axles, uh, shaft collars, uh, angle brackets, all this kind of stuff. And like that, he's he's one of our seniors. He has passed down all of it. He's been he's one of our founders because we're we're a new team. I was gonna ask that next. <laughs> yeah, we're one of the new. We're a newer team, so like. He's been passing down a lot of information to people like me and a whole bunch of other new team members, and I'm really thankful for it. That's really cool. So that means that this must be either the third or fourth season probably? Third. Third season? Uh, fourth year of being a team is what I have, uh, what I have gathered. We, we were founded in 2013. I think it was late 2013 in which we competed in first aerial assist early 2014, from what I can gather of our team history. Okay, gotcha. And how have you guys done in past seasons? Um, we are um, within like the uh, 20th, 20, um, our first year I think we were one of the 20-ish, like okay. 26, 27th seeded team. Second year, we were the, like, 40th season seeded team. Okay. So, like, there's a big difference. Like, we're just, like, it, there's there's good years and there's bad years. Yeah. But we're still finding our identity. Like, we're sure. still finding us. Um, we competed in an off-season match called Panther Prowl for okay. um, first aerial assist, I believe. Um, we were one of – we were um, first seeded team for, um, for um, final rounds when it came to final rounds. So we got to, um, we were the first people to pick our alliances and stuff like that. So um, those are the kind of like accomplishments we've won. We won like rookie of the year and all the other kinds of stuff. Very cool. So I know, I know the competition is just getting underway, but how are we doing here? Um, I feel personally that we're doing great. I mean, we're making goals, we're crossing defenses, we're getting the ranking points, but each of our matches we have not won. Okay. Oh, nor, ha nor have we tied, so we have not won any um, ranking points from um, the actual match itself. We um, have mostly won our ranking points from breaching defenses, four out of the five defenses. Um, we were really, um, our last match, which was um, uh, about four matches ago, three matches ago, so it really wasn't that far before I came to in get interviewed. Um, we, were, we were really close, but then um, after they calculated all of the... Um, um, uh, one of the other team, one of them scaled the wall, so they gained themselves an extra like 15 points. Yeah. So it's all like it's like the small stuff, like yeah. that could like really make it or break it for the win. Sure. I love the way he went about that question by saying, personally, I think we're doing great, but you know, not there are things that we could be doing better. Of course. I, I, I love I love your mentality. There is always something you can be doing better because yes. nobody is 100% perfect. Mm -hmm. So. Every team has a flaw. Every team has something wrong. Every team has something they can fix. Absolutely. No better way to put it. Well, <clears throat> we appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today. Of course. Thank you so much. Hopefully you'll uh, have a good rest of your competition. I really hope so, too. <laughs> have a good one. Okay, you too. <clears throat> All right. I am getting a notification from the control room that we might be having a bit of a technical problem. So I am going to go take a look at that real quick and I will be back in just a second. Um, talk about, uh, real quick, talk about uh, the launch in uh, at CES. Okay. All right, now that I'm all by myself. Um, basically in, in CES about uh, a few months ago, we um, we hosted a launch party, uh, and 
at that launch party, we had the High Rollers, which were an FRC team from Nevada. And they came and they, like we just turned on the video and we started watching how everything worked with the new game. Um, and I can tell you that this game is super intense. I, I honestly don't know how these teams do it. Uh, coming from First Tech Challenge, it's just something ridiculous and it's happening behind us right now as we're interviewing. But the competition is very difficult and I guess it all relies on teamwork. And um, so it was pretty interesting doing the launch party at CES in Las Vegas, Nevada uh, with the high rollers. And um, so yeah. But, whoa, now the audio is going all weird because of how things are going. So if, if you're at home and you can hear me differently, um, I'm sorry, maybe? I don't know. But So, aside from that, um, we just got a whole bunch of different people that we're going to be interviewing today, anywhere from mentors to um, coaches to students to any team members talking about how, uh, how this game has affected them and how FIRST has affected their lives. So as Scott is coming back and I can stop rambling because, um, yeah, so that was a fun ramble session. Uh -huh. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Sometimes just vamping can uh, can be problematic. I was just talking to myself and I got lost in thought a few times. <laughs> yeah, I, I do that when it's time to vamp too. I understand. Okay. All right, but <clears throat> now we can get back to business. We've got somebody else here in the studio with us. If I could get you to do me a favor and come in just a little bit, we'll be all set. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Go ahead and introduce yourself for me. Okay. My name is Marie Bartnick. I've been on FIRST for five years. I, this is my second year on an FTC team, and I did it for Sigley for three years. Wow. Very yeah. cool. So <laughs> so you went from FIRST LEGO League to FIRST Robotics Competition? Yes. Or, okay. Mm -hmm. So you skipped that, that FIRST Tech Challenge yes. step. <laughs> Um, how was that transition for you? Um, it was a it was it was an okay transition because the major components of core values, um, like the the thought process is similar, but the actual materials, the Legos versus sure Hughes robots, was very <laughs> different. <laughs> I bet you were terrified. A little bit, yes. <laughs> I would have been because it is uh, like a big culture shock from from one to the other. <laughs> so. It's your second season with yes. uh, with the big ones. Um, is it your second year at the school? Yes, it is. Okay, so you're a sophomore? Yes, sir. Okay. And uh, what is your role on the team? Um, last year I worked with the mechanical sub-team. This year I work with the electrical sub-team. And okay. how did you first hear first? I mean, even both. Even back like in your Lego days. Yeah, Lego and then FRC at your school. Well, I was actually homeschooled, so I had a okay. homeschool group. And one of the other moms what did it for Sigley League team. So she and my mom were good friends. So I did the Sigley League team with her kids. So, yeah. Gotcha. And then how did you realize that you wanted to go into FRC? Um, 
Well, her husband is a mentor on a varsity team. Okay. Okay. So he introduced me to it, and the first second competition was at the same place that they host the pit. So I was able to tour it, and I just really liked everything, and I thought it was really cool. So. That probably also yeah. really helps with the transition between mm -hmm. Lego League and FRC because yeah. it's the same people, same group. Same yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Made it a little more natural for you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So, <clears throat> how is this season going for you guys? It's going great. We actually are ranked fourth place right now. Nice. So. Wow, yeah. congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> That's great. How many, uh, how many rounds so far? Um, this is our fourth round today. Fourth round? Yes. Okay. Very cool. And how many, for those who don't know, how many rounds in a day? Like, today is mostly qualifying, right? Or is... It's qualifying today. Okay, yes. so... How many qualifying rounds will you play total? Um, six. Six? Yes. Okay, so you're in four of six in your fourth place. Yes. It's a pretty good place to be. What's been the biggest challenge of this game? Of this game? Um, probably the, we have the high goal. Because when we aim for the high goal, it is a blind spot, so the drivers cannot see it. We had problems just successfully getting it consistently. So what we did was we added basically like a flashlight to the robot. Okay. So that the flashlight like aims the robot for us so we can see like the light, which helps us successfully and consistently get the high goal. So, so the high goal is on the same side as the drivers? No, it's no. on the opposite side. Okay, but it's still, it's still blinded by... Um, there's obstacles in the middle, okay. and then so you can't always see. Got it. And because uh, like like the the pieces in the middle that like shift around. There's the one that's like really tall. Yes. That one probably becomes a problem. Yes. Okay. Understood. And that then also sense. just other robots being in the way constantly. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So how big is your team's machine this year? Our robot is a hundred pounds. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> wow. But it can be up to 120 pounds. It. <laughs> I'm just, She's I'm just okay. lost. As, as <laughs> so, somebody coming from First Tech Challenge. Where you can actually here. like lift the robot Look, pretty Yeah, easily. just like one person I'm can just, just kind of pick I'm it up. Shocked. That's a big number. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very heavy. <laughs> um, it's about this tall, so about a foot tall. And okay. Yes. So, uh, so like, especially comparative to last year. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a very short robot. Because yes. last year we saw some really tall, like a lot of machines yes. that were taller than us. It's very short, 21 inches wide and 46 inches long. Okay. So, yeah. So what is, what is the main aspect of your strategy on the field? Is it, is it scoring in the high goal? Is it uh, the defenses? Where, where do you guys kind of focus your energies? On crossing the barriers as we grab balls for the high goal. Okay. So you've been getting your qualifying points from winning matches, from defenses. And the high goal. Okay, so you've yes. been getting qualifying points basically in all the categories. Yes, pretty much. Gotcha. And that would explain why you're in fourth place. <laughs> that's, that's good. So you personally, you're a sophomore, so you've got a couple of years. But after, after high school, do you have an idea of what you want to do? I want to be an electrical engineer. Okay. Okay. Yes. I don't know what college I want to go to yet. Okay. <laughs> that's, but, but you have time before that. <laughs> that's good. Um, how would you say first impacted your life? 
Um, it's been a huge impact because it has taught me how to problem solve mm -hmm. and has also just taught me how to successfully work with other people around me and mm -hmm. be a team player. And I'm guessing that you want to become an electrical engineer because of FIRST? Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's a great discovery. Uh, I was going to say, did you, did you come into particularly robotics competition? Did you come into the last two years with an idea of electrical engineering? Or is, is that like all new since hitting high school? Um, I had an idea of engineering. I wasn't okay. sure specifically what type of engineering. Gotcha. So. It's a little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that happens. <laughs> <laughs> it happens a lot. You might even change your mind before you get to college. Very possible. <laughs> <laughs> so how many people are on your team? You're one of the, one of the older teams that competes at this yes. regional. Uh, team number 180, right? Mm -hmm. So super old team. Yes. Um, <laughs> how many people participate right now? We have about 64 team members okay. at this moment. Um, all the schools in our county are on our team, so we have okay. public schools, private schools, and homeschoolers, which wow. is why we have 64 team members. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. And how many are here? Um, 60, 62, Whoa. I believe, so most of them. Wow. Yes. Where are you guys based out of? Martin County. Okay. So it's not a particularly local trip? Or um, it's about two hours south okay. east of Orlando. Here. Okay. So, do you do you guys make it as a round trip, or do you stay in the area? We make it as a round trip. Okay. Wow. Well, that <laughs> that explains why there are so many people able to participate. I suppose. Whew. That's that's a lot of driving. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. You guys were here yesterday, mm -hmm. and today, yes. and tomorrow. So, four, eight, twelve hours in whatever vehicle you're transporting back and forth oh. in. Um, well, I mean, we don't have a round trip as we come yesterday and we leave tomorrow. Okay, so Not you but you are staying. Daily. Okay, so you okay. but you are staying. Yes, we're staying in at a hotel. Oh, yes. Okay, don't I was terrified <laughs> for you. No. Thank goodness. Because wow. I was gonna say that's. Because it starts horrible. early. Like, that's right. <laughs> when you have it 4 a.m. every day, it's not something okay. I personally want to right. do. Right. I was just saying, <laughs> it, it seems like by the time you got home, it would be time to spin around and head <laughs> no. back out. Nope. <laughs> or you can just camp out in the car. That's what I would have done. Probably what I would have done, too. <laughs> yeah. Sleeping bag in the car. Yeah. See, see if you can get into one of these... One of these suites up here when nobody's <laughs> looking. Just like hide out under something, <laughs> under a table, under the bleachers, and the yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in past seasons, how has your team done? I would imagine being around as long as the team has, you've made it to uh, what would have been at 180. Certainly would have been the national competition, and then the international competition, and now world championship. Seems like for sure. We did World Championship in 2012. We won that. Yes. Oh, say that again? We won World Championship in 2012. You won the yeah. World Championship <laughs> in 2012. Yep. That's awesome. <laughs> F Florida is one of the three major powerhouses for first. So we tend to have <laughs> success with our teams. But that's really cool that, uh, that you guys took it in 2012. That's awesome. So do you guys tend to make it to world championship and or is it 
in general, we normally do. Last year, we didn't, which was my first year on the team. <laughs> but this year, we're really hoping to. Okay. Yes. Well, keep up numbers like this. It sounds <laughs> yeah. like it you're sounds like it'll work great. out for you. So. so you're here at the Orlando Regional. I know some teams only participate in one regional, and some teams participate in lots of them. Uh, how many do you guys participate in? Two. This, or this regional, the Orlando, and we're also participating in South Florida regional. South Florida? Okay. Um, when is that one? In about two weeks. Okay, so pretty soon. Yes. Okay. How much does a season cost for you guys? Like, roughly. Because I know robotics competition is not inexpensive, but it's not like it used to be where a season, when I was in, we had a sponsor tell us that a season would often cost them $100,000 or more. So... What does the season look for you guys? Look like for um, you guys today? Our budget this year is one hundred twenty-one thousand dollars. Okay. So. Wow. All right. Yes. Having sixty-four people that have traveled here, I okay. Yeah. That number goes up when you push more people to travel. <laughs> How much does the the machine itself cost, though? Um, it costs up to four thousand dollars. Up to four. Yeah. Okay. Because the at, at lunch today, because we had we all kind of had lunch yes. today, right? <laughs> They, I know they said that their machine tends to cost them about two. Um, so I was curious what that range was. Mm -hmm. um, the first rules say that it can go up to $4,000. Okay. And then one part for a robot can be up to $400 as a maximum. A single part for 400 bucks. Wow. That would be an expensive part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So where do you see your team by the time you're a senior where do you want to see yourself on the team and where do you see the team um well we have a student board so I definitely like to have a place on that okay in the next couple of years but what does the student board look like um just like a normal board like a president vice president okay. treasurer community outreach etc okay very cool yes so you see yourself having a position on that board yes uh, i can see that <laughs> <laughs> and where do you see the team itself Staying in the same size range, up, down, where do you? Um, well, I hope he gets to World Championships again. Okay. Hopefully every year, right? Yes. That's, that's, <laughs> Absolutely. That's the ultimate goal, I would think. That's the goal. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Well, we appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today. No problem. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. And have a good rest of your competition. Okay. You too. Hope you make it to St. Louis. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> So, um, I think what we'll do real quick, since our next interview is not here, let's have uh, Marissa come rejoin us. And uh, let, let's talk a little bit, once she sits down, let's talk a little bit about your experience so far with... Well, let's talk FTC first. Let's, let's do, like, an introduction to you on the team, right? So you've, you were on Team Duct Tape, including this year, for how many years? Four years. Okay. Yep. And uh, so you started as a freshman, have yep. now gone through your senior year. The yep. team has done a variety of different ways over those seasons. Yeah. Because... Uh, what, last season, you guys qualified 
for, for re- super regional. Super regionals, yep. But weren't able to go. Yeah, this year you were this year you were able to go, but barely missed barely qualifying. But then the year before that, that we did we went to super regionals. Which so was my first. Day. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So talk about super regionals because that's something that's unique to first tech challenge that doesn't exist in the other leagues. Um, how does that compare to a first robotics competition regional, like size-wise and stuff like that? Well, the big difference between FTC and FRC is that the teams are usually bigger in FRC. Yeah. Like three times bigger than like a normal FTC team. Right. Um, the regionals for FRC and FTC are actually quite similar. You okay. have a bigger arena, which was what the super regionals for F- first tech challenge was we had actually like a really big arena okay yep um of course there was way more teams at the super regionals there was about 72 teams okay and if you think about like 10 kids each which is that's more of like very not counting a lot of kids there was over 700 people okay yep so there were 72 teams at the Super Regional. Yep. And I think I heard that there are 62 teams competing here. Yep. So give or take team-wise about the same. Yep. Obviously more people involved in this one because yeah. we've we've had teams that tell us that they're 30 team members and we had the last one that was in the 60s. So that's yeah. pretty intense, right? And yep. so... How does being here today and seeing this game compare to your normal experiences with first? Definitely, this is m- more overwhelming for <laughs> me because FTC, it's small. You got you could walk around the the competition area quite easily. This is a, a lot bigger everything <laughs> like usually i can go up to any uh, a first tech challenge robot and be like oh i know like your treads how did you make those and i understand what i'm looking at here yeah and when i look at the first robotics robots i'm like whoa what kind of motors are these what horsepower <laughs> what i'm i'm quite overwhelmed by it but i'm definitely enjoying it i love the game this year i freaked out when i saw the video it's (laughs) it's like a big first tech challenge game it is in a really good way like it's super intricate i Uh, i really like it it is it definitely has um familiarities with all the different challenges because that's what ftc uh first tech challenge deals with all the time so i do like that and I love the team's enthusiasms, like all the team spirits. It's oh yeah, and all of the different costumes and oh, there was a section of just mascots dancing <laughs> in the bleachers. That was a, that was fun to watch. It was the best thing. Yeah, that was pretty fascinating. Yeah. I, I haven't seen quite that before. I've seen the mascots like with their teams, but I've never seen like the all the mascots what, got together. Whatever that mm-hmm. was. Yeah. <laughs> They even had a huge conga line, like, just to the <laughs> left of us, or our right. But, yeah. like, all the way over there, they had, like, a huge conga line going up and down the bleachers, just just dancing along to whatever song was going on. It won't be the only time today you no. see that. When, <laughs> it's when it's we're not done, unusual. What we tend to do is when we break down at the end of our day, we'll sit down. We've got our own kind of private bleachers over here. We tend to sit down and watch. And uh, so... 
you'll see at least one more conga line <laughs> that'll go like outside into the hallways and then back in and it's it's truly a fascinating beast these yeah. these uh these frc teams. competitions really are yeah. kind of a special situation yeah and it's not only just about watching the the robots it's also about like watching the people and the community like absolutely. it's all a big happy family absolutely and that's together that's Partly one of the crazy. things that's one of the things that i've always liked about first and it doesn't matter which of the leagues you're in um we we use the example from an frc team from a couple of seasons ago to show the community but we know that it exists across the board. Um, a couple of years ago, there was a team that was coming to this regional, and um, they their trailer disconnected from the car or something, and the robot got thrown out on the street and hit and shattered. And so when they got here, um, the team had nothing. But yeah. all the other teams came together to help them rebuild their robot so they could compete at their own detriment, which is, you, you wouldn't see that in football. You know what I mean? No, like, not at all. You wouldn't, you wouldn't see a team go out of their way to help their competitor compete. But here, it's, it's all about a fair competition. All the teams want to be the best, but you're not the best if you're not competing against the best. Yeah. So and it's a community of people that just get along and are happy to be gracious and professional and absolutely. have gracious professionals. <laughs> yep. But absolutely. But it's, it's remarkable. I love how everyone just comes together for yep. for one thing, and it's STEM and it's communication and it's it's just the it's, best thing. It's business and financing and yep. it's it's a little bit of everything. All that, of the different things. Yeah. It's amazing. Team spirit too. That's always. Mm-hmm. And, and enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah. And to show the community behind, we we talk about uh, alumni mm-hmm. that that stick around. You know, I've I was gone for a while, but I was on a team twenty years ago. Um, you're you have uh, emceed at two events this season because of Barry Bonzac, right? <laughs> and then we've got our first interview. She was on a team when she was in high school, and now she's running a team at the high school she works at. And then this one, who's going to go all sorts of places and volunteer everywhere. Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> I fully plan to become a referee Excellent. for our first tech challenge. Oh, that's great. Fantastic. I want that power. I've never heard that. That's great. <laughs> she, she wants the power, and the she knows that it's a... It's a role that we badly, badly need. Wait, do you get one of those sticks? Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> that's that's the reason. <laughs> it seems like a terrible idea for her to have <laughs> to that give much her power, a stick. doesn't it? I'm a little afraid just giving her a microphone. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> well, that sounds amazing. So I think you'll do great. Absolutely. So other than uh, Roboticon, is this your first FRC competition? Um, this is not my first FRC okay. competition. Team Duct Tape has come here in outreach before. Okay. So I've watched competitions from there too. Very cool. Yep. Very cool. I think it was two years ago I saw the competition here. Got it. And then, of course, there's also whenever teams show off at FT events. Sure. That stuff. makes sense. Yep. All right. Well, we're going to kick you out one more time because our next interview is here. And then after that one, I think we're going to trade you back in for the rest of the show. Okay. All righty. Okay. All right, so it, like we were saying, it really is a community. Here, here we are 
taking our time to produce a show to help the teams. For and the community. Right. Um, <clears throat> obviously, we don't have to. And we're not the only ones. In the suite next to us is another group that does a different type of broadcast from oh. the event, uh, Robo Show, who we've had on the show in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, we always we always get these two uh, suites next to each other, which is kind of fun because, you know, if we're missing something, they'll lend it to us. If they're missing something, we'll lend it to them. So it's kind of nice being this close. And the, the broadcasts are totally unrelated. They're talking about the actual on-field stuff, and we're talking about teams and sponsors and stuff like that. So and the individual person. Absolutely. So speaking of individual people, we have our next interview here. Hello. Hello. Good afternoon. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself for us. Okay. My name is Matthew Miller. I work for NBC Universal within the Parks Technology Division. Ooh. Awesome. Within the Parks and Technology Division, which means at Universal. Uh huh. <laughs> which means that, and you're here in Orlando, so you're probably working at Universal Orlando. Absolutely. Awesome. Um, our division actually uh, goes over all the Universal Parks. Okay. Um, so we've got parks in Orlando, Hollywood, uh, Japan. We're currently designing one for Beijing. We've got one in Singapore. We're all over the place. Nice. Oh, wow. And this is like a really like active time for the parks for Universal because we've got the Harry Potter stuff that's gone in here and is, I think, in the process of going in in Hollywood, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I just got back this morning from there. Uh, we're getting ready to open up in a couple of weeks. That's what I thought. Um, yeah, I believe the grand opening is on April 7th. Okay. Uh, but we're starting to, uh, you'll let some guests get in to see, uh, you know, an early sneak peek, if you will. Uh, but yeah, it'll open up uh, later in April, and it is absolutely fantastic. Oh, my gosh. That sounds amazing. So, not to invoke the competition, but we know that... Disneyland is far smaller than the Disney parks here. How does Universal's California Park compare to the size of what we have here? Um, I would say they're both proportionate. Uh, okay. It's the same as, you know, uh, like you said, the Magic Kingdom here is obviously bigger than Disneyland. Um, our theme park's out in Hollywood. Uh, the park there, it's a little bit smaller than what's in Orlando, um, but it's mainly based off of the movie studios. So uh, there, there's a large movie studio you can go through. It takes about an hour to go through the tour itself. You get to go all through the back lots. It's really neat. Um, it's included within the park admission, so you get to check that out, as well as the theme park. So that's one okay. thing that we don't have in Orlando that they have in Hollywood. Gotcha. That's really cool. So what are you here acting as? I am here as a mentor uh, okay. representing uh, NBC Universal. We are part of uh, Exploding Bacon, Team 1902. You get to wear the beautiful shirt here. It's <laughs> <laughs> a nice shirt. Uh, yes, yes. It's, it's nice, bright, and orange and short sleeves, uh, or medium sleeves, I, I guess. I would say so short-ish sleeves. Yeah, short on me. <laughs> Um, but what we do is uh, through Comcast, there are uh, teams that get sponsored all over the country. Mm-hmm. And um, since we're a unit within them, uh, we get to sponsor a local team. Cool. Uh, so we're working with, like I said, Exploding Bacon. Um, and what my role is, is I gather mentors from the theme park and bring them to hang out with the students. Okay. Um, so this year we had about a dozen mentors. Uh, they were from our engineering departments, our IT, uh, you know, parts technology divisions, uh, finance, uh, industrial engineering, all, all throughout the company based out of Orlando. And when they sit down with the kids, what do the mentors want to show them? Like what? Uh, well, Give a few examples. <laughs> or, or what do the kids want the mentors to <laughs> show, show them? them. <laughs> well, the, the first question is, have you met Harry Potter and how does Butterbeer taste? Uh, that, that's, that's always what they want to ask first. Okay. Um, and then they normally ask about Transformers. Um, and then okay. after that, we talk about the robots, which I think going from Transformers to robots is a, is a great uh, connection. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it works. Um, but... 
it, it really depends. We have some mentors that stick with us every year, uh, which okay. is fantastic. And those, they really jump into the technical aspect. You know, if it's uh, helping them develop a mobile app to better uh, drive the team or to better do uh, you know, surveys and studies while they're here. Um, and then we've got a couple of mechanical engineers that come out, and, you know, they want to see the build right away. You know, what are, what are your CAD drawings look like? You know, what do the cuts look like? Sure. Um, and then the other mentors that are new, um, they just want to learn more from the students. So, you know, you take somebody from finance, they're showing up and they're thinking, well, I can't do anything with robots, right? And it normally takes about 20 seconds for that thought to disappear, and they realize <laughs> that uh, the team that we sponsor is much more than just building a robot. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, they, they help them. Uh, if it's their fundraising, they help them with their outreach events. Um, so it, sometimes it's a hard sell on my part if I talk to someone in a non-technical field and say, hey, you should come hang out. Um, but if I can get them to the actual meeting, they're sold after that. Of course. <laughs> it, it's pretty hard not to be sold once you... <laughs> And I've had the opportunity to hang out with lots of teams in lots of places through, through some of the stuff that we do. Um, and it would be very hard to spend time with a team and not walk away enthused. Absolutely. Yeah, and especially with the, what we like about our team so much is that they're young kids and older kids. So, you know, the, the older kids can teach the young kids, you know, what's going on. The older kids are the ones that are really help drive, you know, what shows up to the competition sure. for um, but that's what we like about it. You know, there's never a time where we say, okay, this year the team's really good, but when the seniors graduate, it's going downhill from there. Um, Bacon does a really good job of making sure that year after year they're bringing the top talent up to the middle, you know, elementary to middle schools to get ready to compete uh, with the students, yeah. Gotcha. That's really cool. The, that, that's one of the things, like, a team could either allow all of their knowledge to fall away <clears throat> when a senior class graduates, or they can focus on compounded knowledge, which is obviously the better situation because you don't have to relearn everything exactly. every season. Exactly. And I'll tell you, Exploding Bacon, they do a lot of stuff outside of just the robots, right? They do, um, they'll yeah. go to exhibits and they show off their robot. Um, they send uh, technology boxes to uh, you know, places um, overseas that maybe aren't as fortunate to have the tech. Um, so they, their outreach is really a big part of what they do. Yeah. And that's why we feel really confident sharing our resources with them because we know it's not going to be wasted. They're going to put it to great use. And we really love their robot building, but also what they do outside of just building the robot. And, and how much time do you spend, like, as a collective, how, how much time do you guys spend with the first team? So what we try to do is we focus the majority of our time over the six weeks. That's when the sure. most mentors are there spending the most time. And we try to do two mentors a night. Um, the yeah. team meets, you know, really Monday through Sunday. They take Friday off, Sunday morning off, that sort of thing. Um, but we try to spend uh, send two mentors a night, and they'll spend somewhere between three to four hours. So, you know, a, a single mentor is probably spending, you know, four hours a week, you know, uh, 20 to 30 hours, you know, over the, over the course of the build season. Um, and then after the build season, during the off season, um, we'll do things where we'll bring them on. We'll uh, let the students take, you know, maybe a tour of the technology sites at the parks. Oh, nice. Um, we help them with some of their development of apps that are non, like, competition-related, things that maybe they're doing to track, you know, statistics of robots, um, side projects that the kids are working on, because um, it helps them hone in on their programming skills. Um, but, you know, it, then it benefits when the six-week build season comes around. It's such a wonderful opportunity for these kids to work one-on-one with engineers and stuff from from Universal. <laughs> yeah, well, we're, and we're lucky to get to hang out with these kids. I tell you what, I, I sit down with a junior, and I'm thinking, gosh, I couldn't even do that when I was in grad school. And, you know, <laughs> they're doing it now. So it's so really smart you guys are helping each kids. other. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. It's so wonderful. Because, like, what appears to be the theme of our show this year is uh, uh, a breadth of knowledge. <laughs> helps everybody. That uh, that seems to be our theme it this comes year. Back. It back. Yeah. 
I don't remember what last year's was, but it wasn't that. But <laughs> <laughs> it seems like the show has a theme every year, and that seems to be the one this year. Oh, last year for, um, what was it, Roboticon, it was how kids have a different set of knowledge. Yeah. Ki they think Younger kids <coughs> think differently than, like, an older kid or an adult. So, like, Very they true. bring a different sense yeah, that's of right. mind work to the table. So. As you do it longer, you find out what's not possible. <laughs> we always have a theme. Right? It just, it just uh -huh. happens. <laughs> I like it. So, how obviously, you seem to be collecting the mentors. So, how much time do you personally put into that endeavor? Um, quite a bit. I, I would say that um, for sure in the fall season, leading up to the six weeks, the yeah. majority of time is in. Um, I, I'll send out emails, you know, and say, hey, guys, you want to be interested in this? Maybe take some people out to lunch and say, hey, this is what we're looking at. Uh, but really the best sale is if I can get mentors from the previous year to come with me. Sure. And, you know, someone can say, hey, I did this. I was hanging out with Matt. You know, now you should come, that sort of thing. And uh, we're lucky. This, this is our third year um, doing it. Um, okay. We've been with uh, first, uh, first three years, two years with Exploding Bacon. Okay. And basically each year we've doubled. So we started out with three to four mentors. Then, you know, we got up to about six to eight. And now we're up to 12. So my hope is that uh, going into next year, maybe we can be somewhere around the 15 to 20 mark. Very cool. <laughs> cool. Now, when, when you're not organizing mentors for Exploding Bacon, <laughs> what is it that you do for the company? Because obviously that can't be <coughs> what you do for the company or you wouldn't have been in Hollywood. <laughs> so um, a, lot, a lot of people don't know this, but have you ever seen the, the old sketches of a, like a bicycle that somebody pedals to create electricity? Uh -huh. Have you ever seen those? Um, actually, secretly underground, we have one of those. And um, I pedal all day and uh, I mix butterbeer. That, that's all that I do. I just oh. I love the butterbeer and I make it all day. That's a great experience. <laughs> just, no, I'm just kidding. That, if they had a job you that did that, that's, <laughs> that, that, that's what I would do. But no... Um, I, uh, I work for... <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> You're choking? Yeah, no. That's what I heard. Joking. I like it. Um, I'm actually a, I'm a manager for the Strategic Innovation and Emerging Technology team. It's a, it's a long uh, way sorry, of saying of the innovation group of uh, Parse Technology. Okay. And um, a lot of times when people think IT, they think, you know, this is the person that's going to fix my phone or my laptop. And obviously that, that's extremely important to keep a business running. Um, but what, what my group does within IT is we help with R&D, um, new attractions that come out into the park. Okay. So, you know, uh, maybe you go to CES or some of these other groups and you see this cool new technology. And, you know, maybe somebody in the business says, hey, I saw an article about, you know, a car that can drive itself. Does that have a place in our business? Well, things like that will come to my group. We will help build a case study or a business study for it. Okay. Then we'll say, yes, it's something we should do in the parks, or maybe it's not quite ready at this time. Sure. Yeah. And then uh, we'll drive the, uh, the build-out of those prototypes, the proof of concepts. And then if we prove that um, it is something that's viable to the park, then we pass it on to an implementation team, and then we go out and look for the next big thing. Okay. So you're ahead of the next attraction <coughs> like you're way ahead of the next attraction you're building prototypes for things before there's even necessarily a space or a concept for how to use it yeah. <coughs> you're testing can we use this for something that's right normally okay. um we would focus on things you know we can do the immediate right so the next let's say six months to a year but normally our work is two to four years out okay and we say okay you know um if if guests are really loving something today what are they going to be wanting to do two years from now? Or sure. what will the landscape look like, you know? And, and what can we provide to make their experience better? 
Um, so yeah, I would say about two to four years, probably three years is that sweet spot of, you know, can, can we hit the mark of this is where we are today, where are we going to be two years from now? What is your favorite project that you've worked on that's ended up in an attraction? Oh, that is a, um, that is a trick question. Oh, um, and I'll tell you I why. I didn't intend it to be a trick question. <laughs> well, it's because all the attractions that, that I get to work on are great. And also, um, we get to work on things that are non-attraction related as well, right? Okay. Uh, we've, we've recently did some projects to where, um, you know, there are back-of-house systems, maybe like a, like a trash can or like water sinks and things that, as a guest, you wouldn't think about. But my group wants to say, like, how can we make those smarter? How can okay. we, you know, build a theme park that can almost think for itself or that can give us, you know, analytics to, to help provide a better guest experience? Okay. Um, but on the That's attraction really specific cool. side, yes. Um, let's see, what would be my favorite? Um, I started out on Despicable Me. That was the first um, attraction that I got to work on. Oh, wow. um, but probably for a grand scheme of things, uh, Diagon Alley. It, it recently opened in. Um, me and another lady, we split the IT project management uh, duties for that project. Okay. And just getting to work on the systems that go into such a, a large land, um, you know, something that's that big. But I guarantee you that that will change. That will be a different answer a year from now. Absolutely. Um, because we won't talk about it here, but we have a new water park that is opening up. Right. Um, it will open up next summer, and it is going to be amazing. And if you were to ask me this, uh, you know, maybe this time next year, I will by, I will by far have a different answer for you. <laughs> okay. Um, Note to self, we need to ask him this question again next year. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> it sounds like the answer is going to be fascinating <laughs> based on the look on your face. Very exciting. Very exciting. <laughs> it's it's kind of fun. I have, uh, we have um, a friend that works in Diagon Alley. Oh, nice. <laughs> at the park. So that's kind of fun to... To yes. put that connection together. So what we get to do is, um, you know, we have a team that they're specifically like the attraction itself. So is it right. a roller coaster? Is it a simulator? That's sure. what they focus on. We've got, you know, architects that build what the buildings look like. So for my group, we really get to touch everything. You know, is it a wireless network that's inside the attraction building? Is it a point of sale that touches a credit card? Is it a digital display that, you know, maybe interacts with guests? So sure. being such a large project, there were so many different things that we got to work on yeah. within that, that. That's why I'd have to rank it as my number one so far. Gotcha. And are you guys the ones that come up with the idea or expand upon the idea? Um, it's a little bit of both. Okay. So we have a, a creative studio. It's called uh, Universal Creative. It's run by a gentleman named Mark Woodbury. And uh, they are amazing. They are the ones that really come out and say, okay, we are going to build you know, a Harry Potter land. We are going to build a Despicable Me attraction. And then what will happen is as they're developing the concepts of what the story will be like, then there's technology needed to actually make that story make happen. It happen. It's always story first, technology next. It's never, sure. you know, what's the next shiny toy that we mm -hmm. can put inside of a story. Sure. Um, so sure. then my group will come in and um, we will start to hear those initial concepts and then get to help with the business systems that will come in behind it. Okay. That is really cool. It's, it's amazing. So you guys go, to, you've been to the parks before, I'm assuming. Yes. Absolutely. I'm, I'm actually planning on getting another, another pass in the near future or in some way, but I... I haven't seen the new Diagon Alley yet. Oh, you haven't been I yet? I have not seen that It's amazing. Yet. It's amazing. Yeah. I've been there it before that came out. Now, so I'm a little biased. I'm a little biased, obviously. Of course you are. But, but um, okay. it, I've heard I'm, good things. Okay. I'm personally not biased. I don't like Harry Potter at all, and I'm impressed. And you like the land. I'm Very impressed nice. with it. So that, I think, says something. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. 
that, and that's what I love, right? You show up with somebody that maybe hasn't seen the Harry Potter or the movies or maybe hadn't read the books. Mm -hmm. It's hard to believe that some of those people do exist, but there are people that just haven't had a large experience to, you know, something this big. And you take them in, and you're right. They're like, I have no idea what I'm looking at, but it's amazing. Yeah. You put them underneath a dragon that's breathing fire. You know, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter what the, the story pictures. is. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're going to love it. It's I see it on Facebook all the time. My friends are always there, and I'm like, wow, yeah. there's a dragon. <laughs> it's, it, it makes the the one in in Vegas mm -hmm. <laughs> well I've got to tell you that there is there is really a there's a secret plot to this whole thing right um, we are really here secretly so that we can steal some of these kids away and have them come work for us one day because absolutely. they are absolutely amazing and it's so funny I'll talk to these kids and they're like wow you work for a theme park you know this is so cool and I'm like uh, you know, I was I was in your grade like seven years ago. Like like this can be you. And you know, as as we progress, and you know, especially like on my team, I'm building a team. So I want some of this new top talent to come mm -hmm. in, so that we can continue blowing guest minds year after year. Um, so that that's really why we love it. Um, and you know what? If if they come and learn from us, and you know, they end up you know down the street at the Rat Pack, I wouldn't want that to be the case. But if if they do that <laughs> and we don't get them, um, you know, I, I can understand. But. It, it's really for uh -huh. a love of the theme park industry, and we're hoping that we can get uh -huh. some really brilliant minds out to, you know, help us push that technology envelope as uh, as we move forward. That is so awesome. <laughs> and and for me, this is this is really fun because you are now the second theme park person that we've had on the show here at the Orlando Regional. Nice. Because you know we've got the the vice president of safety for Disney parks on the advisory board for the Orlando Regional. <laughs> so he's been on before, too. Very cool. And his take on the parks is very different because he comes from a is-that-going-to-possibly-kill-somebody <laughs> perspective, which so that makes his perspective very unique. Well, believe it or not, we actually spent a lot of time with those guys. Um, that was something when I first started in the industry, I thought as a technology guy, I wouldn't spend much time with you know your EHS or your safeties. Sure. Um, but because they are so involved and we got new tech out, we've got to make sure that the new things we put out don't hurt people. And sure. obviously, guest safety Absolutely. is number one. But, but you're right, I can understand seeing it from, from two different perspectives. Where, where, that's where you live. So, <laughs> so, so did, the, did the Rat Pack guy come in today? Was, was he here today? No, uh, he was introduced at, at the lunch, but he's not here gotcha, today. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, he's probably traveling. They've got Very cool. same scenario. They, same scenario. They have a lot of parks. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> and, they do. And he's the vice president for safety for all the parks. So Very cool. He's, no, he's all over the place. I'd, I'd say a healthy, you know, healthy relationship, healthy competition. Um, I think that when both parks do well, you know, everybody wins. Um, but, man, I, I just love you, it when we beat them. <laughs> you, guys, you guys push each other. Because, Absolutely. Because when, when Universal Studios first opened, the theming was there, but it the industry term was still Disney quality. Right. And today, Universal themes far better than Disney. <clears throat> we should get this guy raised. I like the words <laughs> that are coming up. And, and so, so what did it do? It forced Disney, when they redid... Uh, Fantasyland mm -hmm. to really double down on what oh, they absolutely. did because they were dealing with, well, you guys having part of your park dedicated to their property, which <laughs> amuses me to no end. Um, but, uh, you know, that is so well-themed and Fantasyland was not, so they really had to step up to compete. Right. And so the the parks are raising the bar for one another and 
no, competition can only do that. Absolutely. I, I got several friends that work down there, and we love giving each other a hard time. Sure. But at the end of the day, you know, we go to the same church. We go, we go out to dinner together. Sure. Um, you know, it's you know the the Alabama football coach wouldn't be seen wearing you know a Clemson or Auburn shirt. But uh, you know they, they they don't necessarily get hate each other. So it's the right. same thing, right? Absolutely. It's a very friendly competition. Um, I, you know. It would be much more friendly as we continue to beat them, <laughs> but uh, no, it's 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 wonderful. It's wonderful. Yeah. Very cool. Well, we appreciate you taking the time to talk to Thank us you today. So much. Thanks for having me. Good Absolutely. Show you guys. That so, is really cool. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a lot of fun, um, and I, I really like that it's not not the first time we've had a parks person on the show. Now, this means that you are complete until the last segment um i hope you've had fun i've had a lot of fun excellent and uh we will see you back in about an hour and i cannot wait for i mean to be able to see Issa's interviews oh yeah i'm looking forward <laughs> from to this bes- behind scenes yeah absolutely thank you all right so marissa is going to come in and uh join Join me here for the rest of the show. Now, for those who are who are new, um, this is Marissa's first time, first time ever in this seat. Yes. She's she's only she's only ever been in, that. in the interview seat. Yeah. So this is the first time that that Marissa will be on this side of things. Now, we've been talking all day about. The different leagues that exist within first. Yes. We are here at our first robotics competition, but both you and Danielle are from first tech challenge. Yes. And several of the people we've interviewed have graduated into their teams from first Lego League. Yeah. Here we have one of our first Lego League uh, partners. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself for us. Hi, I'm Beth Hanning, and I'm with the Florida Northwest region. Uh, we just recently broke up into five different regions in Florida, as you know. Yes. And uh, I was happy to step in as the regional coordinator up in the north to uh, work the tournaments and make sure that those happen for our teams up there. So, obviously, because the camera is pointed at the big robots behind us, <laughs> the people who are watching have an idea of what's happening behind us. And we've had FTC teams on before. We've only had one first Lego League team on in the history of the show. <clears throat> Explain where Lego League falls in in the grand scheme of first. So first Lego League is for teams that are generally in fourth through eighth grade. It's the okay. ninth through uh, nine year old through fifteen year old or fourteen year old, okay. depending on when the when the uh, challenge comes out. Sure. Uh, age range. And uh, do you want to know more about how the competition runs? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, the the competition is very much like uh, FRC in one way, and that's that we really stress the core values. Okay. We teach our students that um, we work as a team, the team members do the work, and, and most of all have fun. Um, so those are the same. Uh, we do have an individual competition, uh, uh, in a part of the competition where they're scored on a core values activity. Um, but then we also have the robot game, which is on a mini scale. It's a four by eight board instead of this large uh, arena. And um, then we have so this is yeah. 
not exactly, but pretty close sure. to these two tables. Okay. Sure. Uh, then there's the project presentation, which is a little bit okay. similar to the Chairman's Award here. Okay. Um, but every team does need to participate in the project uh, presentation. And then there's my favorite part, which is the robot design piece. And that's the part where the teams can really talk about um, how they design their robots, how they decided to program their robots, what sensors they use. Okay. Um, and they may bring in an engineering design notebook that talks about the problems they had, the solutions they found, uh, options they might have chosen, advantages and disadvantages to each option. Um, so um, there's a lot of pieces to it, um, but it's, um, it's all about community and a lot of times uh, you really have the opportunity to cross over into the FRC area, the FTC area, sure. and of course the FLL Junior area, which um, we were able to do this year too. Um, so it's really exciting when we can get together with teams um, from the different levels because yeah. we really are able to motivate each other. That's really cool. We had the opportunity, speaking of LEGO League Junior, uh, we had the opportunity at CES this year to speak with LEGO Education about the WeGo stuff, specifically in relation to FIRST. And it was a really a fascinating interview. <clears throat> the, the new Junior stuff, the WeGo stuff, is so cool. The, the controller looks a little bit like an NXT, but about this big. It's crazy. I, I was really excited about that. <laughs> yeah, and I haven't seen the new We Do 2.0. I'd like to see that. Um, is that what it is? We Do? We Do, Not yes. We Go? We Do. We Do. Mm -hmm. Cool. That's a better name. And I've heard that it's uh, Bluetooth now, so that uh, oh. you don't ah. have to tether it. Uh, before, you either had to use uh, a battery pack if you were just doing a straight motor, or you had to hook it up to your laptop um, to run it if the students were doing programming. Gotcha. Like with a cable. Right, exactly. Got it. <laughs> got it, got it. Yeah, I think I remember seeing the robot controlled from the computer but not tethered to it at CES. So, yeah, that sounds right. likely. <laughs> right, right. So, Lego League isn't all you do, right? <clears throat> you are involved with uh, Doolittle Institute. Right, Doolittle Institute is the company uh, that they, they do innovation, collaboration, tech transfer, uh, and we're mostly associated with Air Force Research Lab, and then also um, lately we've um, joined in with uh, SOCOM just last year, Ooh. and we actually uh, work uh, with a team that does their development of their robotic, uh, it's almost like an Iron Man suit. Um, wow. So for the Warriors, they're uh, wanting to uh, have added protection, added strength, and so we actually had um, several of these teams come to, uh, it's called Softworks, um, and that's in Tampa. And yes, it is. <laughs> they were able to, have you, have you heard of it? Oh, yeah. Oh, awesome. Uh, Terry and I have spoken of it a lot. Oh, nice, uh, nice. Um, I was, I, you guys hosted a thing like a week ago, like last Monday or something like that. Um, well, we, do, we have a lot of, a lot for, of events. For and the first specific, I think, like a week ago or something like that? It was a few weeks okay. back. Um, Terry wanted me to come speak at it, oh, but I was that busy that day. So, so our first out. event was the kickoff in January, and we okay. had, um, uh, I believe, about 10 of the teams come in, and they were able to do the kickoff That's in really our cool. um, in our um, room that's a special lighted room with a lot of TV screens in the walls. So, wow. you know, the, the uh, first um, team really looked great um, on the, the big screens. But uh, <laughs> then we invited them back uh, for the 10-point inspection. Okay. So uh, with that, Terry Willingham um, set that up with the teams, and they were able to come in. And um, we had uh, an, a 
few different people helping out with that. We have some new um, engineering interns from USF, and um, they were a big hit with the teams. They were able to give them lots of points. Um, and then That's we awesome. had uh, Steve with the Talus Group was able to um, really give one uh, or two teams some in-depth suggestions. So um, with that, uh, and then uh, one of the one of our employees and I went out to King High School one day and gave them some help. So we're not only about reaching up to the college students, but also reaching down to the high school students and helping them with FRC. That's really cool. So how long is that an organization that's been around for a while? Is it a is it? Newish organization. Doolittle Institute. It's a nonprofit, and it was founded in 2012. Okay. Okay. So uh, a fairly new organization. Yes. yes. Very cool. And um, we've uh, been working with military organizations, but also the community. A lot of we have a lot of community events. Um, there's uh, an EDC associated uh, program or a, a group up in the Panhandle called Tech Men, um, and they're actually. Um, we had an event, Ben Schumann with the Radioactive Roaches is here today with his okay. team. And uh, they're working on a special project up there um, that involves a lot of people um, coming together to um, provide a practice arena for the FRC teams, not only in Northwest Florida, but of course any team that could travel to it um, so that they could be doing scrimmage games throughout the year. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. We have a donor, and he's actually here with us today too, Chris Niger. Um, he had bought a piece of land and uh, brought in a developer and had CAD drawings done. And wow. we went to the zoning board um, of, of one of the counties um, where we were gonna be building it. And unfortunately, the zoning did not get passed. Oh. Um, oh. We're located in Okaloosa County, and when our commissioners found out that it hadn't been passed, they said, we're going to go ahead and make sure you have the land to do this. So let's go ahead, and this has just happened in the last couple of weeks. Awesome. Let's make sure that we find a piece of land so that um, we can either provide or, you know, the donor can provide the, the building for that so that our teams have a place to practice. Because as you know, um, a lot of teams come here, and this is the first time on the field. Um, it's like when first a time on a full field, yeah. absolutely, because it's a lot of space. It is, yeah. It's mm -hmm. it's very. It would be very difficult for like a school or somebody to have a full functioning field on their premises. It's yeah. it's very difficult for a lot of teams even to have a place to do their assembly and yeah. their their putting together of the robot, um, their yeah. fabrication. Um, and I've talked to a couple of teams today that said, you know, they have some of the tools, but it's really difficult to have that space. Um, the radioactive roaches were actually um, in a very small room originally and they were spilling out into the hallways because once you get the robot in there, all the tools in there, yep. your your mock pit, 10 by 10, there's almost no room for the team to be in there. Right. Um, so um, I, I think Florida's doing great. Uh, we're taking steps. Um, I partner with Terry Willingham on quite a few different projects, and um, she's a powerhouse. I would say, so do we. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's, she's great to work with, and she's really moving things forward. Um, also, our she's, one, she's one of those kinds of people who you kind of have to be a terrible person to not absolutely adore. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's just, very true. just she's amazing. a wonderful person. That's yeah. true. <laughs> And um, also, uh, Daesh Bagley is our affiliate partner um, in the Tampa Bay area, and uh, I guess that's the central 
Southwest um, region, and she is um, the tournament director for the state First Loyal League tournament. Um, okay. So the FLL partners are getting together and helping her plan for that right now. And we hope to have some FRC teams there. Um, it, it's great because any robotics event you go to, you're going to have that crossover where you have all the levels, um, yeah, or, or several of the levels at least, um, uh, cheering each other on. Right. Yeah. And, and we've been talking about that all day. The, the community that exists within FIRST is, mm -hmm. is certainly unique in a competitive environment. Yes. That's yeah. not always competitive, right, but right. oftentimes cooperative. Yeah, and I just, I really, um, I think it's great that we have that cooperation um, that a lot of times you don't see in the workplace. Um, and I think these students, the students that graduate from FIRST, are going to be bringing that out into their communities and they're going to um, really be... Um, helping to affect other people in that in that way. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today. Thank you. And I hope you have a great rest of your weekend. Okay. Yep. Good talking to you. you Bye-bye. Bye. All right. So, <clears throat> Softworks is a facility that, that Terry has been really getting excited about <laughs> lately and probably a place that we will talk to her about later on in the show when she comes comes by <coughs> it's it's all of the things that she's kind of always wanted to have access to <laughs> coming together in our area in a really great way wow, she must be excited <laughs> so she uh she had invited uh several of us including uh danielle and i to um <coughs> to come to that kickoff but we couldn't because we were hosting our own kickoff event <laughs> on the other coast in Nevada at the same time, so, but uh, yeah, I think I think that the two of us and anybody else we can find need to take a trip yeah. with Terry over to Softworks to see that facility in action. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right. Welcome. Hi. How are Hi. you doing? I'm good. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself for us. Um, my name is Riley Branch. Can you pull your mic in at you just a little bit for me? That looks good. Perfect. Um, my name is Riley Branch. Okay. I'm from Team 1592, the Bionic Tigers. Very cool. How, uh, being 1500, um, the team is a little older? Yeah, it's, um, it originally started, I believe, 2008. Okay. Oh, okay. Very cool. And uh, what year are you on the team? Um, right now, I am a sophomore in okay. high school, but I... Um, this is my fourth year on the team. Oh, wow. Okay. Your fourth year on the team? Yes. Okay. Very cool. And what is your your role within the team? Um, I'm a student ambassador and um, on the mechanical team, so I do oh. both really outreach to the public and working on the robot. Gotcha. Oh, wow. So as a student ambassador, what does that entail for you? Like, what has your day today been, for example? Um, today, I've been trying to see how my team is doing while um, trying to talk to the public about FIRST. Okay. So, I've toured around parents, I've toured around kids, I have toured around VIP sponsors, and I've been trying to tell them about FIRST and encourage them to either donate or look in or join FIRST. That's really cool. Wow. So, 
what kind of question, like, if you're dealing with a, a sponsor or a potential sponsor, um, somebody who's not necessarily directly involved in the day-to-day operations of FIRST, yeah. like the majority of us are, what kind of questions do you get? Do they ask about the game or the process or the people? I get more about the people, actually. Okay. Um, I get some questions about the game, which are general questions per year. But I get a lot of questions about how the team has impacted me personally okay. and how our team functions versus how other teams function and just okay. interesting questions about our team. Okay. So let me go ahead and ask one of those questions. How has it impacted you? Um, I was never really a public speaker growing up. I okay. was always terrified to speak in front of a crowd. So first has kind of gotten me more open and speaking because... Again, my first year on the team, I was told I had an ambassador. Not that I had to, but that I was open to, so I thought I might as well try it. And it really got me speaking to everyone. Wow. That's really cool. So you've been, did you say you've been an ambassador the whole time you've been? I've been an ambassador pretty much the whole time. Awesome. So your team, how many... How many competitions do you guys go to? I know some teams only do the Orlando Regionals. Some do this one in South Florida. Some do Atlanta. Um, How many do you guys do? So we do Orlando per year. Okay. And we also go to one other region. We try and do out of state. But at the same time, our spring break runs. Because, again, we don't want to have to deal with missing school. Because sometimes we will go to St. Louis, too. Right. Which is a lot of time out of school. We value school as much as robotics. Gotcha. So uh, what are your plans this year? Um, This year we are attending Orlando, and we are going to end up going to Colorado. Colorado. That's pretty cool. Yeah, last year we went to Ohio. Okay. Wow. When's the Colorado Regional? Um, The Colorado Regional, I actually do not know. I know it's coming up very soon. (coughs) How many uh, members are on your team? Um, We have 20 to 30. And do they go to every competition? Um, It depends on the um, competition. Sometimes with Orlando, we try and get as many as possible. Sure. Um, Where are you guys guys based? um, We're based in Coco and um, Merritt Island. Okay. So we're pretty close. We're about an hour away from Orlando. So it's just something where we try and get everyone to come over to Orlando, not on Thursday because, again, we will be missing school. The most important ones come on Thursday, such as the drive team. Sure. And we all just try and come over. And then Colorado, we usually have 10 to 15. Okay. okay. Sometimes we have many more than that. It really depends on where we're going and how they are in school and what they're doing out of school. And probably availability. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> sure, that makes sense. So <clears throat> how are you guys doing with the game this year? We really struggled in the okay. um, building phase because we – really had to figure out how to finalize this design because again with so many different defenses it was something that we had to figure out how to get over every single one so we built so many prototypes i would imagine because there's there's, the prototyping for a while there's a lot of different types of problems to solve in this game which for me is something that i really like i like the diversity and the intricacy of this game. Yes. It's 
it's yeah. very different than you know throwing frisbees across a field. You know what I mean? Anything like, yeah. I've seen before. <laughs> I've been first for five years. I was also on an FLL team. This okay. is honestly the most interesting year ever to me. Huh? When we uh, uh, Danielle and I hosted a kickoff event at CES this year, yeah. and so we were watching the video and we're like, wait, what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. And like every time you thought they were done, nope. We were there, the same. There was more. You're like, wow, this is a crazy game. What? The middle pieces move? <laughs> what, how? By somehow by the audience. What? How? How does that work? How does that work? Um. <laughs> yeah. Are you asking? Yeah. Me? Yes. I okay. still don't know how that works. Okay, so every once in a while they will ask the audience and they will show two pieces and they'll say which one and then the people will scream to show which one they okay. want more. Oh, so wow. it's really a volume level. Okay, got it. That's we uh I had a very long conversation with the regional director about the different possibilities of what they could do because she did not know how it was going to work either. I saw the video. I was like, how is that going to work? Is it an app? Is it voice? The app was one of the first places we went. Like, wow, that's sounds... an app, like raising hands. I don't know. Okay, so it's just it's just volume. a volume. Okay. That's fine. That Keeps works up out. The spirit. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. And so how has that, the, the ever-changing landscape of the field, how how has that impacted the game? It's really encouraged everyone to become a lot more versatile. I've seen a lot of different robot designs because every year sometimes we'll find a lot that are exactly like us yeah. or like exactly like another team. This year I've never really found one that is exactly the same minus sister teams such as ours. Gotcha. Fascinating. Yeah. That I, I had a feeling that we were going to see a bigger variety of machine designs. You know, you always have your kind of wedge style and your flat style that may not necessarily play the game so much as just be on the field, right? There's yeah. there's those every season. And there's like tall and short robots. Really sure. this year I've seen a lot more short robots because again okay. with the low bar. So I've noticed that they're all usually either short or medium sized. And that they can fold a lot. I've noticed a lot of folding going on. Wow. Gotcha. We haven't, we had to, after lunch, we had to set up yeah. the studio. So I haven't really seen much of the game at all. You've so just been hearing it. Yes, <laughs> yeah. hearing a lot of it over the last couple hours. Yeah. And it sounds interesting. Like, <laughs> the, the audience is really getting into it in a way that oh, they yeah. don't necessarily normally. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Because I noticed last year that... Yes, it was interesting, but it was really much more like less defense. It was more yeah. focused on your stacking. Yeah. Whereas this year, I've noticed there's a lot more audience participation and also the fact that robots are really trying to work together. I've been seeing people get stuck and robo robots from their same team are wailing on each other, trying to get each other To get out. them going again. Wow. Yeah. Last year was very compartmentalized yeah. it was there was, the was no there was like the center line was the center line and there was no crossing it there yeah. was no interaction it was and I understand that it was that the game was built all around cooperation yeah. but, but 
But so was the game before that. (laughs) That was based on cooperation because you could launch it and catch it and catching it put your score through the roof. (laughs) And so, and if all three robots touched it, there were multipliers and stuff. It resembled a lot of like FLL principles where it's like you stay on your side, I stay on my side, and we all work together to try and get it done. See, that's kind of how I felt. Like it was like last year felt like a a very large first Lego League game, and this year feels like a really large first Tech Challenge game. This is intense because because it's very intricate. There's a lot of different aspects. It's probable that no robot on the field is touching every aspect of the game oh God, no. because it wouldn't really be possible. You'd be crazy There's to not try. Time. Right. You'd never be able in the 6 weeks to build a machine that was good enough at all of them to you even really compete had to on the floor. This yeah. Year. And that's one of the things that the first tech challenge has always been really good at is having super intricate games where yeah. there's no way you could do everything. No, yeah. right? Yeah. What, have, have we ever seen a robot that can Does touch everything? everything? No. I don't think so. No. And so I kind of expected that that was going to be the case here, yeah. too. It's just been really interesting this year because it's a lot different from last year. It's yeah. like the exact opposite yeah. of last year. It went from like FLL, like the only thing that was really, really exciting was when things fell. <laughs> now it's like tipping and getting stuck and having to push each other. And it's been this is really a, like wild. a super physical game yes. in, in a fun way, it seems like. Yes. So you on your team... Did, did I ask where you fall on the team? Yes. Okay. The student ambassador. It, is that student ambassador and you said um, mechanical. mechanical. So are you planning on expanding on the mechanical aspect after high school? Or is this like a way for you to experiment with a whole bunch of different things and see what sticks? This is kind of... Okay, so I want to do technical theater. So I want to Whoa. become a sound tech and set designer. So it's kind of paralleled. It's a mixing of theater and mechanical. Wow. That's the first time I've heard that. I think I may have a new best friend here. (laughs) (laughs) I have done a lot of that myself, so I can appreciate that. That's pretty exciting. I really, I've been trying to get a lot of concepts down in mechanical so that I can work on sets. That's really cool. I have... I have a very good friend who has who went to school for theater tech and has spent the last couple of years working, interestingly, for a nightclub, yeah. where he has taken those same principles and built like custom things in the club. Like um, uh, we're in the process of building an LED wall, yeah. a programmable LED wall, and the idea came from something he built for the club that's based entirely on his background in like robotics and stuff yeah. and his background in uh, like theater tech stuff. Yeah, and what really helps me is the fact that I actually, I'm taking a, a theater class at my school. I, we have a technical theater program. Oh, wow. And That's so really cool. I've been working on that and working at robotics at the same time. So I will go into tech week and then I'll come back out and I'll just still be doing the same thing in robotics. It, I feel like I'm constantly either building or having a show it's been really interesting <laughs> i would imagine I've so i've been insanely busy 
Okay. It's a good thing to be. Yeah. It's better than being bored all the time because then time just. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> so, what kind of interesting set things like happen in your head based on your robotics experience? Because I know I think in that realm all the time. I love the stronghold aesthetic. Okay. I love it. I do it's too. all Monty Python. <laughs> it just reeks of Monty Python. Oh, the video. I'm, I'm so glad. <laughs> so many that the, the whole the whole video. Yeah. Was it's streaming it. So so let's see. It at, at our kickoff event that we hosted. Yeah. It was the two of us. And two team members and a coach from a team in uh, Nevada, from yeah. Las Vegas. And um, myself and their coach, I think, were the only ones that got the whole Monty Python thing. We are all Monty Python nerds <laughs> at Bionic like, Tigers. We're like, uh, he, like, he and I kept looking at each other like, that, that's wonderful. <laughs> Blank. Oh, so sad. We all have that dark humor, and we have a lot of mentors who are also very Monty Python. So Wonderful. we were just watching it and screaming at every reference. Oh, I was having was a blast screaming. with that. We we waited through, because, you know, they did the video, and then they did it again. So yeah. we watched through the whole thing that opened with the Monty Python thing, yeah. and we waited for that to come back around to watch it again. Before we left. Yeah. <laughs> it just, that's what I really loved about it. And I love the whole tower design. I love the whole, I'm just looking at it right now. And it's, I love it. It's the first time that the field has been. It's very thematic. It's truly direct. unique. Like yeah. every year the, the field, since it went. Big. To the, to the long style from yeah. the, from the Square. octagon or the hexagon yeah. or whatever it was. Um. Since, since that change, the, the field hasn't really changed. changed like, it, it always kind of looks the same. There's All the stuff are been, inside. There's always been the same lights over the, over the drivers. and it, like Everything has always felt kind of the same. Just you a know, different there are, challenge. There are game pieces, but Elements, they're, yeah. they all fit the room. Not that the room fits the game. Yeah, like... Where this one, the field totally fits the game. Yeah. I love it. (laughs) Both from a technical perspective and a robotics perspective, this is honestly the coolest challenge. And speaking of challenges, what part of the game that you guys have decided to interact with has been the biggest challenge? Okay, so we have had, like, two challenges. We, um... With the shooter, we've had issues um, lining it up and making sure it's accurate. Okay. Our autonomous is extremely accurate from what I've been seeing. Okay, Every That's time good. I'm there, it's been working well. Awesome. Um, our robot kind of had to stop for a little bit because there was a failure, so we fixed it. And our first time back on the field, it nailed the autonomous. So awesome. So I was excited about that. Cool. Um, our other thing was the climber. We spent oh, a lot yeah. of time prototyping it. And we just couldn't get down in time. Um, we still have the prototype in our pit. Okay. Oh. And so we've been trying to... Um, we think we'll have it by um, maybe next regional. Okay. We're hoping okay. because it would be a game changer for us. Gotcha. Yeah. I will tell you that 
with the first Tech Challenge game this year, the climber was like the wow. number one challenge because there were, what did you guys call them? Churros. Churros. There, yes, there were these bars on the, on ramp. the ramps yep, that were so of varying sizes and distances and heights and it really, it's hard to it get really over, made so, yeah. a pro made for a problem, and there were a couple of teams, including Team Duct Tape, that had really mm, clever solutions to the problem. Uh, they mm. used uh, tape measure. A tape measure. We actually that's that was part of our winch design. Um, huh. In prototyping, we literally um, took a tape measure and cut it in half and velcroed it together. <laughs> and we've been trying, it feeds it out, and we've been trying to work on it and see if it can actually do it well. <laughs> That's pretty cool. the yeah. only fear is that it's 120 pounds. Right. Yeah. That so we've been working I, on I that. heard that tape measures were a thing that that had found their way to this game, that there were some teams that had, had tried it. And my first thought was, but that's a heavy machine. Yeah. Yeah. That's not an FTC machine that you can just pick up and walk away with. Yeah. Yeah. These are like serious. Huge. Yeah, and I actually haven't noticed that many climber robots so far. That's what I've heard. So I, I feel kind of relieved that we're not one left in the dust. Right. I'm very happy that we're not the only one. We're still perfecting it. It's not that we've given up. We just need more time. Yeah. So where are you guys for the day? Um, I have been wandering around like crazy. Um, some people have been in the stands. Some people have been in the pits. A lot of us have been in the pits every time because we cool. want to. We're trying to make sure that our robot's up and running again because, again, with the whole failure this morning, yeah. we've um, been constantly. Kind of puts everybody in panic pit, mode. We've been trying to make sure it's uh, great. How are you? How are you doing, uh, ranking wise? Um, I actually don't know. I feel like we're doing okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, you've been running around doing other things. Yes. So. Yeah, that makes sense. I was at sense. the volunteer lunch, yep. the VIP luncheon, and so I haven't really been here. That's okay. Well, hopefully yeah. you'll have a really good competition. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Best of luck. Thank you. And uh, we appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today. Thank you. <clears throat> so, it's interesting that we're not the only ones to have the feeling <clears throat> that this is like a big FTC game. Yeah. I, I like that like we're not off on that. You know what I mean? Like we we could have totally felt that way and been yeah. idiots. <laughs> but yeah. it seems like <clears throat> it seems like uh, everybody kind of feels like that this is a an expanded physically expanded version yeah. of a first tech challenge game. And Nobody feels offended by that, <laughs> which, you know, there's there's been a little bit of Chatter. looking down <laughs> on First Tech Challenge from the first robotics competition people, which smaller. which I think is silly because yeah. they're both they're both great programs and they they focus on very different things. But uh, it's nice that people are associating it with First Tech Challenge yeah. and not feeling offended like yeah. they're being talked down to. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that's good to see. So we have somebody else here in the studio with us. Hello. Welcome. Hi, hi. Go How ahead and introduce yourself for me. All right. So um, I'm Chris Becker, and I'm here. Um, my, my team actually is not here, but um, the team I'm on is Team 1649. We're Team Lake Robotics. Yeah. So. Okay. And so why is the team not here? 
Um, logistically, we just couldn't make it um, okay. this year with um, a lot of the rest of our members. But um, I've been he coming here for six years. Wow. Um, this wow. is actually my sixth year here. So I just felt like, you know, I, if, I, if I can't be here with my team, I'll still be here. And I've just been volunteering and helping out a lot. So, yeah. Very cool. That's good. And yeah. I see you've got a student ambassador oh, yeah. badge yeah. around your neck. Yeah. So what has that meant for you today? I know it kind of means different things for different people. What has yeah. it meant for you today? Um, it's meant a lot of connection. Um, I've been able to connect with real-world companies and organizations and just get kind of getting my foot in the door, really. Okay. Um, and just discussing, like, I was talking to someone at NASA about, you know, the, the next generation of spaceflight, um, both manned and unmanned, and just discussing that. That's, that's what I want to get involved in. Um, awesome. And so, like, wow. just to be able to talk right, right then and there about that is just great. Were, were, were you a student ambassador last year? I was. I have. This is my fourth year as an ambassador. So wow. you were. Were you at the VIP luncheon? Here? I was. I was. Wasn't that an incredible presentation last yeah. year? Oh. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. It's unfair to compare any other VIP luncheon presentation to that one. Yeah. Because the topic was. Yeah. It was. So was that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The, the the progression yeah. of and the future of the program, which yeah. is really cool. So what aspect of of space? are you interested in? Um, I want, uh, I'm really interested in the exploration, um, both human and unmanned. So right. um, the two things I'm really interested in right now are um, Mars and Europa, which is a moon of Jupiter. Yep. Those two oh, places wow. are the big, big thing for me. And I want to help in some way, make mission planning or designing or something along those lines. I'll be helping with that. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, it's exciting. So you've been coming here for, you said, six years? Six years, yeah. So how long have you been? On a team. Yeah. Five years. Five um, years, okay. Yeah. I, before that, I was on our first LEGO League team, which is how I came that year before. Got it. Oh, okay. um, I was on a LEGO League team up until seventh or sixth grade. Then in seventh, I moved into um, my uh, robotics team. Got yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And where do you fall on the team? What, what kind of, other than being a student yeah. ambassador, what job? kind of roles? Yeah. I'm actually team co-captain. Um, there's oh. two of us, wow. yeah. So um, I'm helping my other co-captain. Um, he was very focused on the mechanical aspect of things, oh. the, the actual physical building of the robot. Um, and so I helped a lot with the outreach side, like the, okay. the, the part you don't hear about with robotics, which is the marketing. Yeah. It's, it's $40,000 to run a team. So wow. just having, getting that money, securing that money, um, and then the outreach and through that, the student ambassador. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So what kind of fundraising... Uh, and sponsorship team. do you guys do to be able to pay for a $40,000 yeah. season? Thankfully with us, it's been um, pretty good. We've had, from the beginning, very good connections with Lockheed Martin and with okay. our school. Oh, so the majority okay. of our funding comes through that. Okay. But we also do fundraisers with our, within our school. We have festivals and stuff, and we're, okay. we're always at those. Um, and we go to outreach events. So we'll go out to Lockheed's campus or to uh, many conventions, like tech conventions here, and sure. we'll, we'll pick up sponsors through that. Like we, wow. we had our shirts this year donated um, through someone we met there. Um, very cool. And it, you wouldn't think that's very much, but that was $900. Oh, no, that's top oh, wow. right off. Yeah. Yeah. I, having recently had these done yeah. <laughs> in bulk, yeah. I, I know the cost of getting shirts, and yeah. it is not, it is no. not a simple no, yeah, process. No, definitely not, definitely not. So how many people on your team? We have, um, we're actually a relatively small team. I'd say we have about 15 members. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were, uh, our first interview today was with an alumni who is now 
uh, a coach, uh, yeah. the the coach from the team that spoke at the lunch today. Oh, okay, yeah, um, yeah. And she and I were on teams at similar times, oh, and wow. at that time, that was a normal sized yeah. Yeah. team. Yeah, yeah. Fifteen yeah. to twenty was a pretty normal sized team, and so for me to see. You know the, the engineers, for example, who yeah. there seem to be eight hundred of them out here. Yeah, yeah. They take up an entire section of the yeah. bleachers, yep. yeah. it, which is ridiculous. Yeah, that is fascinating. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> exciting. It's exciting. Yeah. So, <clears throat> when you okay, so you're not here. Are you guys? Is is the team competing? Yes, we'll Ish, okay. Yeah, we'll be in um, New Orleans next week, and we'll be competing oh, wow. at the uh, Bayou Regional. Next okay. Week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's wow. just yeah. this week was a problem. This week was a problem. Yeah. Uh, Thankfully, we, we still we're still we're still in it. We're okay. still going. We're still competing. That's just good. Okay. This particular week was not good. So yeah. New Orleans will be your your first competition. It will be our your first and only competition for this year. Such a oh, weird okay. thing yeah. to say. Yeah. Your first competition. No, they're all first competitions. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Our first first competition. There you go. Yeah. Um, so that'll be your first and only. Yeah, first and only. Okay. Yeah. Um, how many do you normally participate in? Is it normally just one it's, or? Um, for many years, it's been two. Okay. Um, uh, it's just again log- logistically yeah. this year it didn't really work out to where we could only. Is it only normally this one and Louisiana, or is it? Uh, does the other one kind of shift? The other one kind of shifts. It's okay. usually been either Bayou, um, which is in Louisiana, or um, South Florida. Okay. So it's okay. been one of those two usually. So. Gotcha. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. And how do you guys usually perform? Um, usually we're, uh, at least recently, we've been kind of uh, upper middle of the pack kind of team. Okay. Um, but last year we did, um, in selection, make it to the top eight. So that was wow. nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was exciting. Um, Congratulations. Thank you, yeah. And um, we actually ended up being able to go on to championships, not because of our um, positioning, just... Um, through the wait list. We, we unfortunately were not able to make it all the way to um, finals uh, mm. last year, but we still were able to get a chance, and that was a really great experience and great time. Yeah. That's really cool. So this game, you've mm. been involved in lots of games now. Yeah. yeah. This game compared to previous years. <laughs> it's basically... Or this game compared to last year. Yeah. Yeah. This I I think I love this game so much more because um, last year, especially at that Einstein the finals final finals uh-huh. um, level, it came down to whose arm came down fast enough to grab those trash cans off that center bar. Okay. And because at that point everyone is stacking perfectly, so it's just who can get the multi- more of the multipliers. Got it. So this year it's so much more variable. Even if robot designs are relatively similar for the low bar, there's just so much strategic diversity. Um, this year I like it so much more. Um, and it's it's basically like the past four years combined into one game, and that's great. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. ignoring the last game, which yeah. is unique in a really weird way. So yeah. let's throw that one out. Yeah. <laughs> this one compared to the other games that you've participated in. Um, I think I mean uh, we haven't competed officially yet, but from the competitions I've been watching online on Blue Alliance and all, um, it's just been so great to see. Um, like it, it's it's like I said, the strategic diversity and how it's kind of a, a, a combination of there's so much going yeah, on. There's so much yeah. going on, and that's good because it lets even like like rookie teams 
do well because they're good at one thing. Yeah. Whereas last year was everyone was doing the same thing, so there's going to be a, an, a just there, quantitatively best. There, there were yeah. very few problems to solve in yeah, the last exactly. game. Yeah. Exactly. Here, there are lots so of problems many. to solve, yeah. Yeah. which makes it a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. It's it's been great. It's been great <laughs> to see everything. Yeah. Very cool. So, yeah. in in the design phase, what and building, I suppose. Yeah. Um, what was the challenge that you guys decided to go after yeah. that turned out to be the biggest problem for you? Well, um, really throughout about the first two, two and a half weeks of design, there were two competing um, philosophies, if you will, on our team. It was either going under the low bar and sacrificing a thing or two there, or building a very large robot that can go over, do everything else except for the low bar. Okay. And eventually, for us, it, it, the low bar, like with most teams, kind of won out. And um, so that that was the big that was the big ultimatum, if you will. It was okay. low bar or no. And with us, we chose, we chose to go into the low bar. Got it. So there was a lot of interesting design challenges of building a 16-inch tall robot, essentially, or under 16-inch tall robot. Fair enough. See, that seems like <clears throat> that seems like an interesting problem to solve. Yeah. Yeah, especially when you're used to almost five-foot-tall robots. I was going to say, yeah. compared yeah. to, say, last year, where yeah. a lot of them yeah. were taller yeah. than oh. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. How has it been? Uh, I know <laughs> I know. one of the things that teams were excited about last year that they were disappointed in this year was the the bumpers going away last year yeah. and the return of them this year. Yeah, yeah. How has that, um, how have you guys dealt with that? Um, you know, it's, with, with uh, our team existing for so long, um, we, we've got like a, a, de a dedicated bumper team, if you will. Like, not not that they're <laughs> okay. the, that's all they do in this right. season, but they know how to build them because despite it's wood, pool noodles, and cloth, it's a lot more complex to build them than you would think. <laughs> so, like, we, we, we spent a good couple days building that with that team. Um, okay. But we, we understand it because it, in, in a contact game, like, seeing the videos from back before bumpers were mandated when there was contact, it, you, it makes you think you're in battle box and not first. <laughs> just, like, it's just so, so harsh and just so, like, just loud. And that's not something you want. Like, it was definitely loud. Yeah. I can... I can personally attest to that. Yeah. It was, yeah. the games were far louder in those days. Yeah. Because yeah. there weren't a whole lot of rules yeah. like there are today. Yeah. It wasn't unusual to butt heads yeah. pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I, I, it's a necessary evil, if you will, as, well, as well, I would say. <laughs> it, but it hasn't, like, ruined your spirits. Like, it seemed no. to do... Like if you were to if you were to read the forums, uh -huh. <laughs> you That's would true. you would think yeah. that it was the worst thing that had ever happened in the history of the world. <laughs> yeah, I can see. Yeah, I mean, but it, it yeah, it's a hassle, but like, but it, it didn't yeah. kill you guys. No, no, okay, no. well that's yeah. good to hear. Yeah, what are your plans? Because it. Doing the math, this probably puts you in your senior year. Yes, it is my senior year. Yeah. <laughs> so, what are your plans after you graduate? Um, I've actually, I think, through first, been offered um, a full ride at a school, at one of my schools, and wow. close to it at many others. So it's it's just very interesting seeing that, and um, like just having what, like, like I said, like eight years of work come to fruition. Yeah. And it's wow. great because I, I have I have legitimate choices and opportunities now um, with what I can do. Do you know what you want to head towards? So you said the battle of space. Yeah. So. Um, 
two very, very opposite sides of the spectrum, either astrophysics or particle physics. So oh. absolutely massive or incredibly tiny. Huh. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah that's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See? Diversity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. And are you... <clears throat> you're working on narrowing down <clears throat> your school choice right now? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, everything has at least... A major like at least over 60% of what I want. Like I have down to maybe three schools now, but um, just each week it's a very very tough decision. But I have to make it by May 1st, so um. yeah, I can tell it's going to come down to that last day before <laughs> I, I sign. So yeah. How how many serious candidates do you have? Um, I think I think three, maybe four. Yeah. yeah. Three seems to be. The average, like when you're <laughs> yeah. when you're seriously debating between schools, yeah. it usually seems to come down to three that you're really excited yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. That's pretty cool. Are you staying, looking to stay in the south? Or are you looking all over the country? Um, yeah, I, like I, as I come down to more thinking about it, I, I like being rel at least relatively close to home. Sure. Like staying within the south. Um, you know, like like uh, Purdue is the school I'm looking at, and okay. it's. That's like the the one. That's the one other one that's not in the south. Um, but it's just such a good engineering school. Yeah. That, like, despite the fact that when I was up there, it was a wind chill of negative eight. Um, wow. You know, it's 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 still that's something I could deal with because of how well well known and renowned that that school is. So. It's, oh, wow. uh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But after you graduate, you're gonna still stay involved in first, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, because you know. Barry will hunt you down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. Literally, as he did to both of them. Oh, really? Oh. When I saw him today, he's like, okay, so you got to sign up. You got to you gotta do this. He's like, he, like, drag me up. He's like, I number? I haven't seen you in the LinkedIn group yet. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> your, yeah. your season's over. You're yeah. technically an alumni now. Why oh, are you not on LinkedIn? Nice. Yeah. Your season ended like two weeks ago. Why are you not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yep. no. I'll, 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 yeah, I, I absolutely must stay involved, and that's part of the thing. Is like the, all the schools have teams nearby, and Good. one of my schools, uh, Rollins, is right is right here. Uh huh. So um, I know several of, people who went to Rollins. Yeah, that's that's part of well, like that's kind of a big a big thing now. A big attractor to that is I could potentially go there and then be here at Orlando Regional every year. Yeah. Like, in my undergrad and potentially even graduate if I stay if I stay local. Wow. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, good. It's it's important for our alumni to stay involved. Yes. I yes. regret yes. the big gap in time between my graduation and my return oh, wow. to yeah. first. So <clears throat> it's important for the alumni because we hold knowledge of the past that is helpful to the team. Oh, for sure. So for sure. yeah. No, it's, it's, it's definitely something, as soon as I'm out, like, as soon as I graduate, I'm going to be, like, either, even with my own team, if I, if I stay as local as I do, be involved and then be volunteering here and just all over, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you taking the time yeah. to talk to us today. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Good luck at your competition in, uh, in Louisiana. Yeah, Louisiana, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All righty. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so where does that put us? That puts us at... <laughs> Terry should be here, but I don't see her. She's on her way. Awesome. So we'll vamp a little bit. Yeah. So <laughs> that's no big deal. We uh, we do a lot of that. Oh, yeah. 
we're dealing with, you know, people who are on schedules and, and oh, especially with Terry, Terry she's so you, busy. you never know what may what stop happened, her, yeah. you know. So, all right. So behind us, we have A the game field. going on. And there are lots of things. And it's interesting. Like we were saying uh, a couple interviews ago, the, uh, <coughs> the field itself, the, not the field, the, game? the field of robots <laughs> is incredibly diverse. What I'm seeing on the field right now, there's one robot that is like five Huge. plus feet tall, and then there's one there's that like four that are like tiny, like and then flat two robots. that are super tall. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a very diverse group of robots yeah. uh, this season. Whereas, mm. like most seasons, like definitely last year, you saw a bunch year. of forklifts. Yeah, ev everybody looked. Similar certainly had similar sized robots. Now there yeah. were a couple of exceptions, and then the 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 ball launch. There were two distinct versions of robots. There were the yeah. ones like the Edgar Allan Ohms that, that were really were short, short, and they bumped it up. And then there were some that were, that were tall ones, insanely tall. Yeah. <clears throat> so, but here you've got like a, a legit like variety of sizes and styles and designs yeah. and it it really does feel like a big version of a first tech challenge game which for yeah. for me and I know for you is really exciting because there's, there's so, so much going on there is there's a thousand things a thousand ways you can accomplish one single task yes and, and there's not one single task no and there <laughs> isn't there's a dozen or more tasks on the field this year which yeah. means a whole variety of of robot styles. Yep. There you go. <laughs> I was I was watching. I was wondering if you were gonna get that right. That was good. All right. So for our for our final interview of the day, as we tend to do with these events, we are wrapping up our day. With Terry Willingham. It's a dog and pony show. <laughs> <laughs> There's applause from from the room for Terry. Wait, the clown is here. <laughs> the clown is here. No. Go ahead and introduce yourself in regards to where we are this time. Oh, okay. I, today, I come to you in the capacity of regional director for First Robotics of Central Florida. We're at the 18th annual... Orlando Regional First Robotics Competition in beautiful Orlando at the University of Central Florida. It's it's been it's been a lot of fun today. Mm -hmm. I really like this game. It's a cool yes. game. I have not yet seen a single match, but it is a cool game. I've been watching it on the monitors. I haven't seen them live. I've been watching them on the monitors in the staff room and everything. We have seen but like between interviews, we have seen by turning around, we've seen just enough to not be able to claim to have seen anything. Yeah, yeah. It's an ex I plan on sitting right up here when we're done and watching the <laughs> matches. So absolutely, uh, it's beautiful. Yes. It was actually, and you probably learned by now that the game was actually developed in, in collaboration with Disney. So that's part of the, you know, the art of it and the, yeah. the thematic elements of it. Are, it it's are one of the things that several of the teams have mentioned today is that not only is the game themed because the game was themed last year. It, yeah. There yeah. was a theme, and all Amazon delivery theme, yeah. <laughs> and and all of the all of the game pieces fit the theme, right? Except maybe the pool noodle, which I still haven't quite figured out. We're we're a year out 
from the first time <laughs> I saw that game in action, and I still don't understand. Why were they throwing pool noodles? Yeah. Still haven't quite yeah. figured that one out. But if you remove that, the, the game made sense, sense, and it was yeah. themed, but the field was not. This time, the field is There was themed. also no interaction between the two alliances, so yeah. the, the two, two uh, different sides, because it was, you know, all, it was all constrained to one side of the it was field. All very compartmentalized. Which really limited, limited the, the interaction across the field yeah. and collaborative yeah. as well as defensive elements. And, and, and the so. robots all had very similar design styles, because yeah. there weren't that many problems to solve right. last year. Right. No, this like, year, however. Yeah, well, that's what they were. <clears> this yeah. year, however. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty Take another sneak look. Yeah. Um, yeah. But definitely with the, all the different robots, like you see some that are taller than you and then ones that are like tiny. Really yeah. And a lot of the newer, the young, you know, rookie teams, we had actually nine rookie teams in Florida this year, which wow. we saw a lot of rookie teams. Nice. We grew the program by 10%. And we're on an upward swing with it. So we're really excited about That's that. That's good. But, nice. um, it was a good, even as, as elaborate as the field, it was actually a really good entry-level game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because there were so many different things. Like, you could say, well, I'm going to focus on getting through that, you know, flappy thing. And I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm going to tell you right up front. I don't know the names of all the things. And I still cannot spell Cheval de Freeze. <laughs> and, you know, I, that's that's going to be that way. Low goal. No. Low bar. Low bar. Low bar. That's the... Okay, we'll call it that. That's what you're looking for. Okay, <laughs> yeah. low bar. So the 16-inch si clearance. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there, you know, it really was. Uh, there was a lot Super there for small. different teams to be able to do. Yeah. And so there's a lot of the smaller robots that are just going back and forth. And yeah. Very cool stuff. Very excited about it. Yeah. Um, good a energy. A complete, a complete departure from last year. Like a totally unrelated what's style of game. Is, what's interesting is that people don't realize it. So teams will say, see, they learned from last. Well, what's kind of interesting is that all the games are built out a couple years in advance. It's like yeah. four so years. It wasn't, it wasn't like they just decided, oh, you know, we're going to do something completely. It's like they're, they're done this way. Yeah. Um, and that was the issue with the first Tech Challenge game. It's like, why did they throw a whole new control system at us with this complicated game? Huge complicated well, actually, game. they had already done the complicated game and then that year, they said, oh, let's do a new control system. It was just a perfect storm of new things. But, yeah. um, you know, it wasn't really planned that way. It just kind of happened. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so yeah. for you, as regional director here at the competition, what, what does your day look like? It's mostly in running back and forth. I mean, I spend a lot of time running around. Uh, my day pretty much consists of in the morning we get together, we look at the scripts for... That this is it is all scripted in terms of the what the MC says at the beginning and end of each day. Okay. Um, and you know there's 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 you know you have your guest speakers and your sponsor roles and your uh, this afternoon we'll have all the awards a uh, first set of awards there's some more awards tomorrow so you have to figure out who's doing all those things. There's a lot there's 150 volunteers here who produce this event actually it's, I think it's closer to 180 this year. Oof. Um, wow. And they all have different roles so you've got your field volunteers you've yeah. got your FTA you've got your CSAs you've got your pit admin people and all those people in the morning report in with what's going on what they need what, what the challenges are where they need extra help we need an enormous number of volunteers on the field this year to do the field reset and they are getting tired after an hour there's a lot of moving those things aren't those are things are heavy so that they'll endure the robots going over them. absolutely and so they had to get gloves and, 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 and hitting them and but it's a lot of work to change those out you yeah. know and so all those things are things you need to take in consideration some parts didn't get delivered to the field there were actually some home depot runs this year for some Ooh. parts because there was some shipment issues um 
So, you know, there's a lot of these status checks that go on in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening again. Sure. Um, there's, uh, you know, little tiny, a lot of, lot of special guests. Uh, so we had special guests from, uh, you know, the Pods Company and from Disney and from uh, some other folks. And Don, Don, you know, Don Bozzi was here today, the president of First. And every time that these people are on Which site. Which was really exciting. He, he's, yeah. a, he's a wonderful, wonderful, absolutely phenomenal person. Um, and he takes time to sit in with teams, to meet teams, to talk to people. He came out and spoke this morning. Um, you know, just an absolutely wonderful person. But each one of these things, you know, require escorts and attention and, you know, um, sort of being there to help out. Yeah. And then there's, like, questions that pop up where I get called on the radio and say, we need, we need a, a, a decision, you know. Um, nothing major, but, they, you know, there's just a lot of moving parts. Sure. So, uh, and so my day is usually running around, and today was meetings. The executive advisory board met today. Uh, the executive advisory board is a... a 10 or 15 people uh, from look uh, from University University of Central Florida University of uh, Florida um, Florida hospitals a few other groups and uh -huh. things like that they come together and talk about the state of the, the Florida first robotics education Foundation which okay. is a nonprofit that produces this event which is an all-volunteer nonprofit um, and they go through the budget and what they need for next year and ideas and every year they improve things every year they add things so this year we had uh, they did pie in the face last year because it was pie yeah. day. They're actually going to do it again, even though we're not quite on pie day. It was really popular. It's a nice fundraiser for the uh, events. Yeah, it's pie eve, sort of. It's close enough. Right. Yeah. They're, they're having a dragon tomorrow. Uh, they're going to have a dragon fight. So they've got this guy coming in with this big dragon costume, and everybody gets to fight the dragon. Uh, wow. This morning they had a mascot parade led by Nitro. Both of those events are put together by an alumni who volunteers. It's like, that's a lot of stuff to put together, yeah. you know? Um, and uh, so it's, it's a lot. It's just a lot of different things that, you know, you go, it's, it's like any big event, you know, an event from their perspective is seamless. They might run behind because of field issues or something, but they don't know about all the other stuff. Right. They just have a really good time, <laughs> and that's the way it should be. Yeah, exactly. Um, you shouldn't, so. they shouldn't have to know about the inner workings. Right, yeah, nobody should. It's not pretty back there sometimes. But, <laughs> but you know, the, the end result is what we have out here. We were just having the conversation that first goes through uh, enormous uh, lengths to make sure that whether students attend this regional here or a regional in Nevada or a regional in, in Canada, you know, an event there, uh -huh. that they're all pretty much the same. So students know what to expect. They're going to get the same level of event, and whether it's in a high school arena or whether it's in you know, a college arena, um, that it's, it's, there's a format to it, there's a protocol, there's a, you know, something that they can rely on. This is a first event. And uh, so, but a lot goes into doing that. So that's what I do. That's really cool. It's fun. <laughs> when it's not exhausting, it's I fun. I was just to say, there, there's obviously a level of fun to it, <laughs> but then there's also a level of, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's a I lot. want to go sleep. Right, yeah, I, I, like two nights ago, I was like, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but it's also, the real energy is out here. I love yeah. being able to come out here. I love watching the kids. I love listening to their stories. Mm -hmm. I mean, you went to the, uh, to the VIP luncheon. Yeah. Uh, and hearing the stories from the kids about, uh, you know, what was really interesting was at the EAB meeting, this is the executive advisory board. One of the sponsors said he was sitting at the table with the students from Colonial High School that did the, the uh -huh. um, presentation. And he said, he kept, he, they were asking him, these kids were trapped between him and um, somebody from somewhere USF, USF, UCF or something. And like, where are you going to go to college? Where are you going to And the kids were sort of hedging a little bit, but they couldn't really escape the question. And finally, one of them said, well, I'm not. And he's like, oh, okay. And then they got up and talked. He said he hadn't realized that there were students from a Title I school 
for whom that question did not have anywhere near the impact it would have or the meaning or the incentive that it would have for students from another school, from a more high-end school or something. So the two that said they're going to Valencia College, that's not that's great, but they weren't realizing these people are used to dealing with kids that are going to high-level universities and things. Right. And it, it, seems in, it seems like it would make sense, but the world that these folks operate isn't like that all the time. It never occurred to them that they were sitting in a, at a table with Title I kids. And even when they were talking to them and listening to them, they were like, these kids are getting free breakfast, lunch, and dinner kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it's like, wow, we didn't realize. And he felt, he felt bad. He said, he says, I hadn't even thought about it. It never occurred to me. And they were so articulate. They were so capable. And yet they didn't feel that that was something that was on, on the in the future for them, even going through this. And so then that got the executive advisory board talking about how can we make that happen. Turns out Embry-Riddle has uh, scholarship, full scholarship support for kids on that in that uh, economic. Uh, wow. wow! How do they find out about it though? Right. How do they find yeah. out about that? How do they find out that these services and these programs are wow. available to yeah. them if they don't get the guidance or we're not promoting it in some way so that they know that's because you're coming from an economically disadvantaged background doesn't mean you don't have the same opportunities. Right. So, um, so those kinds of things. I'm glad we're doing the, the VIP lunch in that way. Yeah. Um, I think that's a lot more powerful. I so, really, yeah. really liked the way we did the luncheon this yeah, time. This, it was really nice. Yeah. I've obviously have been to a Several. number of them at this point, both this event now and Robotic a while event. back right. as as there wasn't quite an ambassador, but I, <laughs> and then at Roboticon as well, and now we can't, we're going to throw out last year's presentation because it's unfair to compare anything yeah. to a NASA presentation about the next 20 years of space travel, yeah, so yeah. let's throw that one out. Right, right. This was my favorite of all the presentations. Yeah. It was really a cool it idea. Was good. It was yeah. really good. It was very yes. authentic. It was unscripted. I think even though they tried hmm. to script it a little bit, you've got these, you know, great kids. It's like, eh, you know, we almost killed each other. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then I dropped the drill on my <laughs> head. Drill dropped yeah. on my head. Yeah, like, that was. <laughs> and the teacher's like completely impassive. And she's like, yeah, those things happen, you know. <laughs> oh. it's, it's what happens when you have kids in drills. Yeah. It, yep. It's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, and we do the same thing with the Boys and Girls Club. It's like, okay, you know, this is kind of a wild, wild west robot build. Um, you know, it, it's, it's fun, though, because they're having a ball. And apparently they're doing really well. The library team, you know, had two Dean's List semifinalists. Um, wow. we were going, they got called back, one of which was Miller. They got called back for interviews again. It's like, wow, this is a team that meets in the library that, you know, it, it's just To astounding. our knowledge, the only of its type. It is, yeah, it is yeah. the only one. So, it, you know, really good stuff. I'm really glad to see First is making a real strong push towards more inclusion, inclusion and, and diversity. Um, and there's been a lot of conversation about that. We're showing that, you know, now in the things that we're doing. And it's, it's great. So I'm very excited about it. I'm excited about the future of what we're doing. Yeah. Really excited about Roboticon coming up because I think we're, we're learning <laughs> a lot too. of things. This is going to be a great game to do as an off-season. Yes, <laughs> it is. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I'll have to put on another hat for that one. But, yeah, that's, uh, that's going to be a lot no, it's, of fun. No, it's almost always that it hat. It is. It's right here, mm. yes. You <laughs> wanted to add a crown on, right? Yeah, I did have a crown on it for a while, but it kept falling off. I, I was trying to keep a crown on it and my safety glasses, and it was just too much. <laughs> <laughs> this one we know works. That's right. That's right. Yeah. You wear that one all the time. I love this one. Yeah. So, but, but, yeah, it's fun. I'm glad you guys are here. It's always exciting. And, uh, yep. you know, I think it's a, it's, it's a cool thing. It's just exciting. Every time I'm here, it's like I got the best job. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So, 
Uh, Roboticon this year will be it will, October. It will be in October. I can't give you exact date yet because we're still ironing those out. The dates we wanted were actually probably available, but it turns out it's homecoming at UCF, at USF, so we're making sure that that's not going to be a big issue. Probably be the first or second week in October. Okay. Um, 95% certain it'll be at University of South Florida Sundome. Okay. <coughs> okay. Um, really excited about that. So that means it's going to be a bigger venue than we've been in the last couple yes, years. Yes, it is. And uh, USF is really excited about offering, some, doing some of the programming that goes with it, including uh, dedicated activities for the younger siblings of people that are there. So oh, they're all excited about doing that. That's awesome. Isn't that fantastic? Great. So yeah. that you know, and so that they're really excited about having a larger role in doing it. They want to sort of do stuff like they do with the Engineering Expo every year. And they oh. want Roboticon to sort of be their second kind of expo thing. So okay. it's going to be a lot of fun. That's awesome. Yeah, we're real excited about that. So good partnership, lots of good stuff going on. Yeah. I, I will I will tell you honestly, I am not looking forward to when Roboticon ends this year and we have to take this field down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This Bring is your gloves. So stuff. We need more volunteers to your listeners out there. Because <laughs> the last yeah. couple of years have been a little annoying, but they come it comes down fairly easily. But this may come down more easily than we want to. We haven't done that yet. So <laughs> it's like whoops. Fair enough. Yeah. But and by the time it we get like it in a October, lot pieces. Yeah. Oh, by what time we get it in October, there'll probably be even twice as many pieces. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Let's, yeah, let's hope duct tape, right? Yeah. yeah, right? Now, what's interesting is in the district events, um, so Florida still does regional, some of the states do districts, and the district events, they actually sort of build their own fields. So wow. there's like all the elements are made out of wood, and they have all this. Yeah, so it's really cool. So if you look online and you look up like the New Hampshire, um, uh, the district stuff up there, and you look at some of the games, those are big high-level games, but it's got like the wooden portcullis and all this stuff, and it's all made out of wood. So interesting. Really cool. Yeah. Wow. So, well, I guess this would be this would be the game to we do that. We could keep that on yeah. our horizon and consider doing that with our <laughs> maker groups out there. If anybody's up for making a field, <laughs> the plans are all out there for doing it. So interesting. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we could do it. Huh. Yeah. That would either be fun or horrible. Or horrible. And I don't. <laughs> I don't know which. I do like that we both chose the same word, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. It <laughs> definitely suggests that we might be right. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Oh my goodness. Well, as always, we appreciate you taking the time to come up and talk to as us. Always, Thank I'm you. glad to be here. I think one year I couldn't make it, and mm -hmm. I was very sad. Didn't feel the same. So well, I love being in you've America. you've been on th three and two and two. Yeah. So at least seven. I think, yeah, my average is good. <laughs> at least at least seven shows you've been on now. Yeah, yeah I love them. Yeah. So our next event is going to be Gulf Coast Maker Con, and yes. we're actually going to be able to have a quarter of this field at Gulf Coast Maker Con. Wow. So Middleton is bringing the carpet and the the um, the uh, they made they made the tower and some other stuff. So we'll be able to do skills challenges and have FRC wow. teams there. It'll be really wow. fun. That's cool. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. When is that? That's going to be April 9th at the Florida State Fairgrounds. And we're actually having also the um, Southeast Combat Robotics. And is it the same group we had last year? Yes, it is. Cool. And, yeah. Oh, there's so much fun They had watch. 32 robot teams registered already. Wow. All different sizes. So nice. Featherweights to heavyweights and stuff like that. And then we'll have a First Tech Challenge field, uh, Robot League's bringing out, First Lego League, and then the, the FRC field. So we'll have a huge robotics center there this year. That's awesome. Really nice. excited about it. So. 
So uh, April 9th at the Florida State Fairgrounds, uh, where can we get more information? Golfcoastmakers.com, and we're still open for people to register their booths. So if you have stuff you make, come show it and share it. Right. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys again. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Love it. It's wonderful to see you on this side of the interview table. Oh, it's I'm exciting. Very, that is wonderful. <laughs> My children are growing up. <laughs> <laughs> one here, one over there. It's great. Yeah. Proud of you all. So, very, very nice. So thank you again. Absolutely. I'm going to go watch the game. Okay. Okay. Right. Yep. Nice. All right. And with that, uh, we're going to have Danielle come back, and we will uh, – we will wrap this thing up. Um, this has been this has been a really fun event yes. for me so far. How have you liked sitting in this chair? Ooh, I'm like I was nervous half the time and thinking like, don't say anything stupid or wrong. <laughs> just, 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 just try to keep it cool. But this is this is exciting being on this side of the table and like. I'm asking the questions to the people and then them them I'm trying to see like what I used to look like yeah in that chair <laughs> yeah well I'm so glad you good. like it I do <laughs> well good so yep. this <clears throat> is the first of theoretically many we are looking to expand this new show uh, first looks outside of just the two events that we've been doing. Um, we've been invited by some of the people that we've spoken to and spoken about today. Um, uh, Daesh Bagley was mentioned earlier. Uh, she's interested in bringing the show to Lego League, which we will have never done before, <clears throat> where it would be uh, a Lego League specific, not junior Lego League, because I, I, really I think that's too young. But it would be Lego League specific. We'd have an event of Lego League uh, at their state championship, which is well, kind of cool. We know how cool smart those kids are. So. Right? Be <laughs> yeah. They're ridiculously <sighs> intelligent. Like, I can't. That was a crazy interview at Roboticon. Roboticon was a good, a good first look into how <laughs> these kids... <laughs> interact with their robots. I don't know. It's we're, really it's a really good interesting. We're going to be really punny with this name for a while, I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. I guess that's for okay. For a while or for forever. <laughs> Probably forever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, your first time yeah. hosting has been good? It has been. Good. I'm glad. It looks good. You're going to want pretty comfortable. You're gonna you're gonna keep doing this. I'm gonna I'm gonna do as much Sweet. as I can. Excellent. Oh, yeah. I have like a I have like a sister on the team. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be awesome. Well, go the goal go. is to build to build a little team of of people that we know mm -hmm. can pull it off. So oh, yeah. this is I, good. I think I pulled it off well. I think you did. Yeah. Uh, there's applause from applause. from the room, which is good. <laughs> and uh, your first. Orlando Regional. Mm -hmm. I liked it. I never got to really see. I mean, aside from That's like next. Roboticon, but we'll get we'll get to. We've got our own private seating up here. We'll get oh, to yeah, we'll yeah. get to watch the game in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've never really been to a competition. I never really got to see a robot, or, yeah. or at least the FRC robot. Yeah, so, yeah. In, um, in 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 season. Yeah. Yeah, where, where they're they're serious about what yeah, they're doing. Yeah, I always doing. see it like at, after the fact yeah. and seeing like how at Roboticon how they, they reflect on it. Yeah, at Roboticon they 
they're all striving to win, but the drive here is different in yeah, season different. than it is out of season for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, so. but this is a very good opportunity to see some of these kids and like, I, it, it's different because they're the same age group as FTC, uh -huh. but yeah. they do a little bit different things. Yeah. So like, it's yeah. it's very similar, but at the same time, very different. Very different. Yeah. yeah. The the especially this year, the problem solving sets mm -hmm. are the same, but the tool sets are very different. Very different. I think the mentors in this, at least for FRC, are like somewhat more involved because like the parts on the field are very are very different and very like intricate i mean just as intricate as like ftc but like in a larger scale yeah the yeah. this the scale certainly makes a difference so has, has a i don't know how to say it 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 has a a wow factor to it yeah yeah that brings that people in. can help draw in sponsorship Definitely so. when, like, you compare, like, FRC to the F first robotics competition to the first tech competition, you tend to go more towards the bigger robots, the bigger yeah. ones, the ones that cause more damage, <laughs> the ones that you, like, see in all the movies. The, that's one, a, the that's ones that you have to have bumpers on because yeah. if they hit. I feel like these robots could, like, eat you. <laughs> Some well, of them probably like, could. Yeah. yeah. There was one robot, wasn't it, that just had a sledgehammer on it for one year with the balls? Uh -huh. It just had a sledgehammer that, <laughs> that was shot it up. That was uh, That was Edgar Allan Holmes, I think. Had yeah. like, had almost like a foot, like a pneumatic foot. And like, no one would go near that because there's <clears> like, that's gonna kill. Yeah, that thing's gonna kick me in the head and I'm gonna die. <laughs> yeah, they're terrifying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whereas there's very little going on, on a on a tech challenge. That's gonna robot like that kill you. That you need to be concerned you about. You hurt like, your foot. You're gonna hurt. <laughs> you're gonna hurt yourself, but you're not gonna rip your foot off. Yes. No. You can. Uh, it's like more of a backache because this one you actually have to like pick up the robot and like carry it to the pit. I this one you put on a, like a cart, but FTC uh, first tech, you gotta pick the whole thing up and walk around with it. Yeah. I think I scared one of our interviewers, like because she um she was talking about like how heavy her robot was. She was like, yeah, it's about like a hundred, hundred and twenty pounds, and I'm like. And she thought I was saying, like, no to her. Like, <laughs> and like I was no, like, that's not what your like, robot like, weighs. Like, no, no, that's wrong. But I was more like, wow, <laughs> that is ridiculous. That's like. What? No. That's. Like, I could fight that thing and lose. That's a human size. <laughs> yes. Human weight. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> well, I think that that will do it uh, for us. Uh, we're going to get. Our music kicked in here. There it is. Time to go watch robots. Yes. That is the show. Uh, for those of you who are watching live, we really appreciate you joining us today. Um, if you're joining us after the fact, we appreciate that too. Um, as a reminder, this show is different than many of our other ones. It doesn't have quite the same schedule that, say, uh, the flagship show has where it's a weekly predictable thing. This one kind of happens as it happens because yeah. the seasons come and go. So yeah. <laughs> we will uh, we will keep you posted, but the the show in its entirety will be posted as one big long stream, and uh, we will break out all of the individual uh, interviews solo. So if you want 
to see a particular team or you're interested in the conversation about Universal Studios or, you know, yeah. whatever. All of the interviews will be broken out individually um, for you to watch and enjoy. Um, if you want to subscribe, you can go to PluckHitsLive.com, click on the subscribe buttons on the right-hand side. You can subscribe to... Um, uh, the music ended rather abruptly there. Uh, um, you can subscribe to this show, to F5 Live Refreshing Technology, the special events where you'll see stuff like CES, um, where this coverage used to exist, um, the 3000 Brigade, the Pilch Point, the Nightcap, all of that uh, exists over there with some new shows coming in the near future. Uh, thanks for joining us. On behalf of the staff that's not here, I'm Scott. I'm Marissa. And I'm Danielle. And we will see you at the next competition.